Maniacs, welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I am your host, Dave, and this week's episode, the very first episode of 2020, or 2020, which kind of sounds more science fiction-y and cool, but I'm probably going to stick with 2020 throughout the year. Uh, but anyway... Uh, this episode is me and our pal Ryan Cadaver sitting down talking about some of our favorite stuff from 2019 and things that we're looking forward to in this year. And it's funny because today, uh, some of the things that we discussed, we recorded this on the 30th. I wanted to wait as late as possible just to see if there was any news or anything came out uh, that we could talk about before the end of the year. And nothing really happened. And, and of course, today, now I've got quite a few things to mention uh, in these opening comments, this intro, as it were. Uh, but I've been running around all over the place today. I'm, I'm in the last four days of my massive vacation from work, minus having to work overnight on Christmas Day. Uh, other than that, I've been off for like three weeks-ish, uh, uh, just because I, I used up my time because I wanted to not be there. Uh, and it's been great being able to hang out with my family, being able to get all kinds of stuff done. And now uh, I've got a huge project underway where I have cleared out a whole corner of the Phantom Zone that previously had uh, two Rob Zombie, the, the Halloween and Halloween 2 movie posters, uh, the Halloween 2 poster is signed by a lot of the people that were in the movie. I think the only major character that I don't have a signature from is Sherry Zombie. I even have Rob Zombie's signature on it because I brought it to this crazy metal festival, uh, which was insane because, one, it's hard enough to even get a one-sheet of Halloween 2. That it, it was like right at the tail end of when one sheets were still sort of mass produced and they didn't make very, very many of them to the point where when I had Malcolm McDowell sign it, he asked me, he was like, where did you get this? I haven't even seen these. So I have this Halloween two one sheet, uh, signed by a bunch of the cast and took it to, uh, whatever, one of the big stupid metal festivals, uh, where I knew Rob Zombie was doing a meet and greet, brought it in to, to Lakewood amphitheater, an outdoor freaking place Carried it around, went to the Rob Zombie thing, got in line, stood in line for like 40 minutes. or It wasn't too terribly bad. I uh, got up there, and he was like, wow, I can't believe you brought this in here. And I said, well, I sure did. And he signed it and uh, carried it around the rest of the, the time because I wanted this thing. When are you going to get Rob Zombie to sign something? When is that going to happen? Uh, because I don't, I don't do mail order signatures unless it's the only way to get something. Uh, like an item, but as far as getting things signed, like I want to be there for it to be signed. It doesn't mean anything to me if it has a signature on it that I wasn't there for. Uh, but anyway, Halloween, Halloween 2, moved those up into our stairwell, which is really, really tall and has a lot of room for stuff. Uh, took down, unfortunately, I had to take down my Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Bubba Hotep movie posters that I love, but... 
24 by 36 and 27 by 40 worth of wall space translates to a lot of shelves for toys, which is where I'm going with this. So now I have uh, three feet on one side, two feet on the other, and I'm going to make the shelves meet at the corner. So I'm actually going to have this cool L-shaped set of should be seven shelves from floor to ceiling uh, to expand because I need the space because I've got anybody who's been over here, ask any of the irregulars and they can tell you I'm out of space. I've got junk sitting all over the place. So now I'll have this whole corner to redo some stuff to figure out if I need to put things in storage or sell them or whatever. But I'll have, you know, this is going to be my last corner. I'm out of space down here. So, and that that's okay uh, because this is insanity. Uh, but speaking of new toys, uh, Ryan and I mentioned the Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover figures uh, from DC Collectibles that came out. Uh, over the course of the year, starting in September, maybe. And I got them all for Phantom Jr. Uh, it was very important to me to get those for him because, you know, as much as Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles have been huge things in my life for the past 30-plus years, uh, for him, there are things that he has grown up with, things that he loves, and I really wanted to get this because it's based on you know the movie that that we watched and he thought was awesome. I just it was important to me to get these for him, so I made sure that he had all of them um, before I bought any. Now I did get myself uh, the exclusive Michelangelo dressed as Batman because I figured that would be hard to find at some point. Uh, so I went ahead and grabbed that for myself. But as far as anything else, uh, I just, I didn't want to, I, I, it wasn't a point where I wanted to spend that much money on me. Uh, so I just waited. And then today I was eating breakfast this morning and I threw on YouTube, uh, pixel Dan's top 10 toys of, uh, 2019 and he mentioned them and I learned a an interesting phrase, acronym, that I had not heard before. And, of course, I heard it from the, the Major Wrestling Figure podcast. And that is FOMO. And they said it a couple times before they explained it. Because that happens a lot on that show where they'll use a term or something. And then, like, a couple weeks later, a couple episodes later, they'll say, this is what this means. So, Brian Myers, Kurt Hawkins, uh, said FOMO a couple of times when he was talking about uh, buying the figure arts WWE figures. And finally he said fear of missing out. And I was like, oh, oh, because if you're a toy collector, you know one of the biggest motivating factors of buying a toy, you know, that yes, if, if it's a character you love, it's a figure you want, whatever. But one of the biggest motivating factors is FOMO, fear of missing out. Because once that toy's off the shelves, that price skyrockets. Sometimes it just becomes scarce and you can't get it at all. And watching that video and seeing them show up uh, with Pixel Dan talking about them, because I already know how great they are, because Phantom Jr. has all of them. I just got hit with FOMO in the worst way. And I already knew I was going out today to buy supplies to put these shelves up. And I, I sort of planned my trip. I was like, all right, I got to go to Home Depot. But there's a GameStop right around this area, and then I'll pass a Walmart over here, which you can't get these from Walmart, but of course I wanted to go check for other toys, uh, Walmart. But went to GameStop. First one I went to, they had four of the five sets. 
bought them all, and uh, the guy checked the inventory, said they had the fifth set at one of the other game stops. Uh, it wasn't too far out of the way, so I drove over there. They don't have it. And the guy didn't even look at me when I walked in, which I'm not used to at all at GameStop. Um, so uh, I wasn't real pleased with him. I stood there for a minute. I asked him about him. He was like, yeah, the inventory's not right online all the time. And I'm just kind of standing there looking at him like, hey, well, what what are you going to do to help me? Can you check? It says you've got them. Or are, you, are you straight up just telling me you don't? I, can I get some more information, please? And, uh, nothing from this guy. So I left and tried to call another GameStop. They did not pick up the phone. I probably called 12 times because I was sitting in the car just getting a couple things together. Uh, nothing. Didn't answer the phone. At this point, I'm furious because I just need this one last set. It's the set with uh, Raphael and Robin. And it doesn't matter who was in it because i got to have all five sets. Uh, but... Just like, okay, fuck it. I'm driving out there. I drove out there. Fortunately, they had it. Now, when I walked in, this guy also ignored the shit out of me. Didn't say anything. I had to walk up. And finally, like, I'm a big guy. If I'm standing staring at you, you're going to have to acknowledge me at some point. Uh, So he he finally was like, hey, can I help you? And I said, yeah, I need that set up there. It's got got it down. And, And at the point where he finally acknowledged me, he was perfectly nice. But today, like, aside from the first GameStop, which is the one over in Stone Mountain on Rockbridge Road, highly recommend it. They're super nice every time they go in there, and they have a larger selection of toys. They're like a half-game, half-toy store. They're great. But uh, these other two stores can fuck off. They were terrible today. And, and as many complaints as a lot of people have about GameStop, we rarely have problems in there. Yeah, They're usually very nice. Uh, so... Bought those, um, got a couple other things, got a new line that I'm not ready to talk about yet. I'm probably going to do a mini cast about the Turtles uh, Batman figures. Probably going to do, well, I'm definitely, I have to now, because uh, I mentioned it to Ryan in this episode. I need to record a mini cast talking about why I'm not posting on NeedlessThingsPodcast.com anymore. And going forward, the podcast is going to be the only regular source of Needless Things information. Um, that, that requires more than a few sentences. So I'm going to do a mini-cast about that very, very soon, pr- possibly when I'm done here. It depends on where my motivation is for putting these shelves up because I'm pretty excited about my shelf project. Uh, and then going forward, every single Friday, you can listen to the Needless Things podcast, uh, Needless Things podcast at Podbean or whatever. I mean, if you Google the name of the show in Podbean, you'll find it. It's probably in your feed, however you listen to your podcasts. Hopefully it's already there. And if you're new and you decided for some reason to listen to our New Year episode uh, before any of the others, then then welcome. Uh, please spread the word. Add us to your feed. Review us. Uh, do whatever it is you do when you like a podcast and you think, I should do that, but then you don't do it. But for this, actually do it. Uh, go rate it and leave comments and, and do whatever else. The only thing that's annoying to me is on Podbean, I can't respond to comments on my PC, which is where I do most of my podcast work. I have to go to the app, which makes no sense to me whatsoever. But whatever, Podbean. Otherwise, you're a great service. Uh, let's see here. What? Oh, I got a little bit of news, too. I've already gone long, but uh, I'm, I'm just going to go longer because big new, big beginning of the year toy news i can't not cover it uh so the first thing i want to mention and it's all dc comics related oddly enough um 
First thing I want to mention is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, which, by the way, I like that title. I think it's funny as shit. Uh, but I will say this about the movie. I do not expect it to have any relation to any DC comic I have ever read. Uh, tonally, I would expect it to be probably similar to, to Connor and Palmiotti's work on the Harley Quinn title. But you can look at this and see that Black Canary and Huntress and even Harley, uh, they just don't look... It bears very little resemblance to the comic inspiration. However, I am super excited about the movie, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I love Margot Robbie as Harley. Uh, I think she's absolutely great and charming and and fun. And uh, does it make sense that they've paired Birds of Prey up with Harley Quinn? Does it make sense that Barbara Gordon's like not even in the movie or that Oracle's not in the movie or whatever? Like, No, it doesn't. But not everything has to be adapted straight out of the comics. Uh, if you have good, fun ideas that work, that can use those characters, then why not do it? And and to be honest, you know, Warner Brothers hasn't been doing the best job with their DC stuff. So I like this. Let's make a '70s style Joker movie. Let's make a uh, an Aquaman horror movie that doesn't have Aquaman in it. They're, they're supposed to be doing with the, uh, well, what the heck are they called? The trench. What are they? The creatures from Aquaman. Uh, let's just, just do whatever. Try stuff. Cause you know, what you've done so far is trying to straight, uh, do straight adaptations. It just hasn't been working. I don't hate it. Like some people do. Uh, I've even watched, I've watched all the movies a couple of times, but, uh, it, it's not great. It could be better, so let's try some different things. So anyway, I'm stoked about the movie. But the first merchandise from Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous, or yeah, the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, I think is the full thing. Uh, merchandise has been revealed today, uh, which to you guys is yesterday. And there's so far, all we've got is a bunch of stuff from Funko. I'm sure more products will be coming. There's no doubt in my mind we'll see uh, Harley figures from. Metacom in their MathX line and from Bandai in their Figure Arts line probably uh, you know it's it's the the only thing that makes me sad about this is I look at Huntress and Black Canary and I wonder why would I even buy figures of them because they don't look interesting like how are you going to take these great comic book costume designs and I'm not saying you have to recreate them exactly but how do you make these characters look dull and they do. They look dull to me, but I still think the movie's going to be fun. Uh, but anyway, Funko released a whole slew of pops, as they often do. There are four different Harley Quinns. Each one's a pretty distinctive look. Uh, and then there's Huntress, Black Canary, and Roman Sianus in a white suit and in some kind of gold-like party suit uh, that I, I can't quite tell what's on it, but it looks pretty fancy. But the thing is, he's Black Mask, but there's no Black Mask figure. And, and I guess they'll do more of these at some point, maybe, I don't know. But I love, there's a uh, roller skating Harley that is awesome, and then there's Harley that comes with Bob the Beaver, which is tremendous. So those are great. I'm definitely, well, okay, I have already ordered those because, let me get down a little further, there are also retailer exclusives. No way. 
Uh, Harley Quinn from the Booby Trap Battle, which you've seen in the commercials. She's in the yellow, or I guess they're golden uh, overalls. Uh, with the hammer and the roller skates, looks great. I really like it. It's Hot Topic exclusive, and I ordered it along with the roller skating one and the Bob the Beaver one yesterday, uh, because Hot Topic currently has a three for twenty-seven dollars deal on their pops, which makes them about nine bucks a piece. Uh, not bad. You got to pay shipping though. There is a box lunch exclusive that if you follow. Uh, Phantom Troublemaker on Instagram I posted in my stories yesterday and uh, she is in little pink like a onesie with hearts and little ears on it it's adorable she's got ice cream and a spoon and then she's got Bruce the hyena with a bloody gnawed off foot in his mouth uh, that is a box lunch exclusive, which I ordered yesterday and has already shipped. So good for box lunch. This will be the first thing I've ever bought from box lunch, which is, which is apparently Hot Topics version of Think Geek. I didn't realize um, box lunch was owned by Hot Topic, but they are. And uh, I, there's one at Mall of Georgia, and I went in there a couple of times, and it, it's not blown my mind, but it's cool that they got this exclusive. And then finally, a Funko Specialty Series exclusive is Incognito Harley Quinn, which is hilarious. Uh, she's got the classic uh, sunglasses, black hat, little scarf around her head, long black trench coat, and then inside the trench coat, she's got some instruments of mayhem. Looks like a couple of knives, uh, what might be a billy club, and then like a hammer with teeth I, I can't quite tell what this other one is but it's a hilarious little figure and if i like if i see it somewhere i'll grab it uh, but i haven't found it online and then of course the mystery minis uh, that funko does every single time i bought some of them today because they had them at gamestop and it's fun to bring those things home uh for everybody to open up a couple and we managed to get three or two of the same three figures. I bought six of them, and we got two roller skate Harley Quinns, which is the one I wanted, uh, two Huntresses, and two Black Canaries, neither of which I really wanted because both of them, as I said, look boring. Uh, so there you go. There is news. You can get your Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn merchandise uh, from Funko now. Oh, and, and I'm sorry, there's one more thing. Entertainment Earth has exclusive versions of the regular pop releases uh, that include a foil collector card. We. Oui. But Entertainment Earth is great, so if you want them, get them from there, and that'll be fine. Uh, and then finally, the one last thing I've got to cover, because Ryan and I talk about it later in the episode, and it was one of the things I was excited for in 2020, is McFarlane Toys' new DC Multiverse line. I'm a little surprised they held over the DC Multiverse uh, tag from Mattel, but that's what these are being called. And the first releases have already sold out on BigBadToyStore.com. The only three that are still available are the John Stewart Green Lantern in the animated style, uh, Harley Quinn, who I can't tell what the heck this Harley is supposed to be, and the Bat Raptor, which is a vehicle that I think looks freaking awesome, but they're still available as I'm recording. I just like 20 minutes ago pre ordered 
the animated series Batman, uh, the Hellbat, and that Harley that I don't quite understand, but I'm going to get for my Harley shelf anyway, uh, and the Bat Raptor. I ordered those like 20 minutes ago, and now everything but the Bat Raptor and Harley are sold out. Uh, it's it's kind of crazy because I got an email announcing that Big Bad had these up. Now, the emails don't always come as soon as these things pop up, but it's usually pretty quick. And by the time I sat down and looked at the site, maybe an hour later, uh, the rest of the line, which includes an animated Superman, a standard Batman, a standard Superman, uh, Batman Who Laughs, Batgirl, Nightwing, Green Arrow... And Unchained Armor Superman, which is actually my favorite out of the whole line, but those were all sold out already. I have never seen Big Bad have a sellout that fast. It was amazing. Uh, So these figures range from awesome looking to interesting, and I'm not really sure looking, which is that Harley goes in the interesting and I'm not really sure, but I'll, I'll let you guys know once it arrives how she turns out. Uh, which, by the way, I'll probably be doing toy reviews via the Needless Things podcast Instagram, so kind of stay tuned over there. Um, it's They'll be shorter, obviously. It'll basically just be, this figure's great, good articulation, uh, you should buy it, as opposed to the full-length reviews that I've been doing for over a decade uh, on NeedlessThingsPodcast.com and OldNeedlessThings.com. You can still go there and see the archives of the old site. Uh, So yeah, that is the full range of DC Multiverse uh, toys from McFarland Toys that should be hitting your... uh, should be hitting shelves any day now. Uh, the only thing to note other than that is that three of them have a build a Batmobile. That's Nightwing, Batgirl, and the Batman Who Laughs come with a part for a build a Batmobile, but don't get excited because the build a Batmobile looks like it's maybe about five inches long. I don't get it. Uh, I would rather those figures be five bucks less and not come with anything. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. And the only one of those three that I really want is the Batgirl. And uh, she was sold out. So at some point, I mean, I'll, I'll find it. I, this is, these things are going to be everywhere. It was probably a little bit silly to even order them from Big Bad. Uh, because Target, McFarlane, uh, McFarlane. Oh my gosh, you guys, I need to wrap this up. I'm, I'm getting tired. It's been a long day. Uh, Target and Walmart carry McFarlane toys. Like, these are going to be all over the place. Uh, GameStop, uh, all your toy spots are going to have these things. Uh, You you could probably just wait and buy most of them on clearance at some point. Uh, But, you know, that excitement, that FOMO hit me again. I was like, ah, get these things to me. So, there you go. Keep an eye out for the new DC Multiverse figures from McFarland Toys. I, I am sure we will see them uh, literally any day now, popping up in stores. Probably, I would guess they'll show up at GameStop first. Uh, that's usually how things go. Although they'll probably be a couple bucks more at GameStop. So if you've got a little bit of patience, you know here uh, the standard releases are nineteen ninety nine. The Build a Figure releases are twenty four ninety nine, and the Bat Raptor is only twenty seven ninety nine. And if you've seen McFarland's Fortnite vehicles, they're fantastic. Uh, this thing looks really cool. It's like a little, it's, it's basically like a three wheel bat cycle. 
I love variations on Batman's vehicles, so this was right up my alley. And it's six inch, or well, it's not six inch; it's seven inch scale. But you can fit six inch figures into seven inch vehicles. Newsflash! Uh, so there you go. That I think that's all the news. I think that's all the information. If there's more, maybe I'll remember it next week. Maybe I'll throw it into the mini cast that I probably should wait to record uh, until like tomorrow. But you guys, now it's time to sit down with me and your pal Ryan Cadaver and talk about the past year, the things we enjoyed, and uh, just hang in there for the first you know ten minutes or so because we're we're pretty excited about the things that we've done. But we get to general pop culture stuff, uh, and it's great. And you get a little in- inside information about some things that uh, that we worked on uh, last year and things that are coming up this year. I was a little surprised at some of the information Mr. Ryan Cadaver spilled. Uh, so stay tuned. Uh, kick back, relax, enjoy your weekend. Uh, enjoy the new year. This is, as I said last episode, Take your opportunity for this to be a, a rebirth, uh, for this to be a re-energizing of yourself. Like, get stoked, get pumped. It's 2020. Do some cool stuff. Uh, plan some cool stuff. Be your best self. Uh, but before you do, listen to this episode of the Needless Things podcast. <laughs> out yeah but i'm not gonna say you're gonna like it. exactly yeah <laughs> yeah because it's like i was playing this and, and like even nicole's like what the fuck is this like why is like like Mira del toro's like in a shower with norman Reedus and like just weird shit like that the, the baby concept is very off-putting yeah yeah it's, it's really and i still don't know what because i haven't played it yet i'm playing it i don't know i, I still- mean <laughs> <laughs> like I, I mean, I kind of do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it's like a link that kind of like can sense when there's like ghosts around, basically, because there's like these ghosts that are all over. You know, it's an apocalyptic thing, but it's a zombies, ghost, um, that kind of thing. And like this thing can like sense it, and it's like created in a lab, and like it's like a baby. Oh, lab. so it's not like an actual baby. It, it's like a clone baby. Yeah, it's like a clone baby. Yeah. I think this is a good place to start. Yeah. Because this is a game that came out in 2019. Yeah. And, yeah, it's one of my picks for, like, favorite things this year. And, and we're going to talk about 2019. We're going to talk a little bit about 2020. Awesome. 2020. Oh, yeah. The the beginning of the next decade. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> I just deleted that post. I saw that. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I, first, I turned off the notifications on yeah. it. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, this is just getting dumb. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I went... There was like one, I guess one last one came in while I was turning it off. Yeah. I went to look at it and it was like, this post is something. And I was like, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just over this. <laughs> but here, here is, for me, because I actually talked about this with Arian. Yeah. Because, you know, he has that logical mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. very, very fact-based and not. And I asked him, I was like, I feel like 10 is the end of counting. Like, we don't start things with zero. No. You go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. He was yeah. like, yeah, but... And he said something, and I was like, oh, here's the be-all, end-all argument, which is what I wrote. 1990 is not part of the 80s. Yeah, It's exactly. the first year of the 90s. Yeah. That's how decades work. Yeah, and that's how we refer to decades. Right. So. And that's the end of the conversation yeah. to me. 
Yeah. Like, if somebody doesn't see that point and accept it, then there's no point in At talking about it anymore. Being, right. We're good. Uh, internet, we, we don't agree. tough guy. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hard ass. Hard ass, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, but we're going to start with talking about stuff that we dug in 2019, like general pop culture stuff, mm-hmm. or just stuff that personally for us... I'm pulling up my list. Really awesome. That's what I'm doing the same thing. My printer didn't work. It was awful. I didn't. I should have printed it because now I'm going to sit here and my phone's going to keep turning off. (laughs) And I'm going to apologize to the listeners because you're going to get some chair squeak because I'm leaning up to uh, use my all new charging cord. Are we going to keep it at best? uh, Are we going to do any worst? (laughs) I mean, if we'll we'll just go conversationally. But if you've got a worst you want to mention, for sure do because. I happen to be drinking out of a cup that's from what I think was the worst movie I saw in 2019. That's crazy. What's that? What's that cup, Ryan Cadaver? That's, uh, that's some Pennywise action. That's, that's it, it, it. Chapter two. It, chapter two. Yeah, so I, I really enjoyed. To me. Really enjoyed that. That one. I know a lot of people did, and that's fine. But for me personally, I oh, just yeah. man, what a let. I, I I don't know that I've ever been so let down sitting in a movie theater. Yeah. Not even for Last Jedi, which, my gosh, can I ever shut the fuck up about Last Jedi? (laughs) I feel like everything comes back to it. It does. It all does. That's how much I don't like it. But, uh, again, if people do like it, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's how I feel about pretty much everything these days. But on a personal level, something I wanted to start with, something that was really exciting for me, and I'm sure is on your (laughs) list as well, um, the fact... That I had a role in Joe Stryker. Yeah. And like, I'm in a movie. Yeah. Like, like an actual full length movie. Right. It's yeah. fucking cool as shit. I can't tell you. Like, that's one of my top awesome, exciting things. And it's not just that I'm in a movie. Uh, it's that it was such a great experience. Yeah. That it was so much fun going out there that day, shooting with you guys. Uh, uh, we'll, highlight, we'll be doing it again. Like the, well, that's, I'm looking forward yeah, to it. for sure. Um, but it's cool enough to be able to say that I had a role in this movie and, and that it's such a legit entertaining movie, uh, but the experience itself was a highlight of my year, too. It was just, you guys really created Thank you. something really special in a great environment. I appreciate it. So that. that's, that's like super... way high up on my list too, of awesome yeah. 2019 things. Absolutely. Yeah, that like that was uh, an experience that, like, I mean, I, I would never take it back. There was a lot of stressful moments and a lot of bullshit along the way, but, like, I'm so happy that, like, the best thing was showing it to a room full of people, and it's like, oh, everyone gets it, and, yeah. and it's fun, and, like, everyone's enjoying it. So, yeah, I thank you for being a part of it. That was a, a big part of my year, too. Obviously, and it's also part of the reason I missed a lot of stuff this year. So as far as the movies <laughs> yeah. and television, I did see a lot, probably more than most normal people. But like, there is some big stuff that I missed. I'm yeah. going to have to catch up on. I've been doing that recently. So okay, so Kevin made a post the other day, and it was posted on Facebook. Uh huh. So I feel like I can mention it here in a public forum. Oh yeah. Are you guys really starting working on the next movie in January? Yeah. Uh, we're, we're doing some, like, <laughs> like uh, minor stuff. Like, it's going to be some uh, some 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 minor scenes. And, like, I'm going to put Greedo's McClunkinator down here because yeah, he's, he's totally obstructing my um, conversation. Yeah, we uh, I don't want to reveal the name yet, but... Uh, no, no. We are... Um, 
We are almost done with the script for the second movie. <laughs> Holy shit, I thought you guys were taking Yeah, I know, I thought so too, and then we just kind of started going right back into it. Well, if you get the momentum, I yeah, we are stick with we're it. enjoying it. People really like the first one, um, and we just want to do something. We want to do another one, yeah. and uh, we're excited to work with all these people again, all these great people that were involved. So, yeah, uh, we're almost done with the script. Uh, I'd say we're like 75% done with it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, I, I'd say so far, I think the story, I feel like we really hit our stride with this one. Like, this one came so much easier, and like, it just flows. And it's not a direct, necessarily, sequel to Joe Stryker. It's in the universe, and does have elements of it, but it's a, it's a different thing. So, uh, it's going to surprise a lot of people. It's okay. got a little bit of a different tone. Um, it's, it's, it, it kind of surprised us as we were writing it. We're like, whoa, this is crazy. This is like a lot different, but like still, you know, feels, you know, in the same universe. Still feels like you guys. Yeah. But kind of the next, uh, the next little, little evolution. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Cause now we actually kind of know what we're doing. So right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. A lot. Cause That's we've funny. learned a lot doing this first. Oh, movie. I'm sure. I can, I can imagine. As a matter of fact, if the listeners would like to, to hear about Oh, yeah. What you learned. Go back and check out the Joe Stryker episode. And we learned a lot about post-production, too. And what we should have, like, we learned a lot in post-production about what we should have done in pre-production. Right, so right. It's, uh, it's coming together now to where we're going to be a lot more prepared for this one. And uh, and uh, I love the first movie. I'm super happy about it. And uh, I wouldn't change a thing about it. But the second one is going to be insane. The stuff we have planned is, is nuts. Well, and I'm sure putting, putting together... Everything that you learned is helping with that momentum, too. For sure. Like, you're like, oh, man, now we know all this stuff. Let's, let's put it in. Put it. Yeah, yeah, let's utilize it. it. Yeah, 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 100%. That's awesome. Uh, and another one, just to go ahead and, I guess, take care of movie stuff for me, was Troublemaker being released. Dude, oh, my God, uh, I loved on, it. On the, and I, I know, believe me, I get messages pretty frequently, actually, more frequently than about anything else I do. Asking about when it's going to get a wide release. When can people see it? Uh, we have one more. And I, gosh, I can't remember if I can announce this or not. We have another film festival accepted us because we had kind of planned at the beginning of this year to go ahead and try and do some kind of actual release. But in February, there is another film festival. This one's in Canada that is going to show it. And we have to wait till this festival circuit's done because they won't, ex once it's gotten a wide release and kind of the general public has seen it. Yeah. Or once we put it up on YouTube, whatever we're going to do. Yeah. Film festivals are no longer interested. Yeah. So we've, we got to keep going with that. Yeah. But the fact that people who don't know me saw this thing and love it and it's gotten, it's won awards. It's, I, I actually wish, I, I should have contacted Wilson to get the list of awards, but I, I don't need to blow smoke up my own ass. But <laughs> it's it's won awards. People love it. Um, when we showed it to Dragon Con, it got a really positive reception there. Oh, that was awesome. Uh, and it's just amazing that, that those two things happened, like sort of just happened to happen in the same year. I know, yeah. Uh, and it's 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 great. And I'm, I'm on IMDb. <laughs> you know, but... Uh, but yeah, Do you have a Joe Stryker credit on IMDb. Uh, I've got a Troublemaker credit. I don't know if I've got a Joe Stryker credit because Joe Stryker is on IMDb, so we need to. So yeah, we out. need to hook that up. Yeah, people can find both things <laughs> yeah. go both ways when they look up Dave West, which I'm sure lots of people will be doing all the time. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what huge accomplishments! Uh, I, I feel like I'm I'm very proud of, of a solid of those. damn year. Yeah, right. Especially like on the creative front, like. 
Uh, big thing for me too is uh, REP Folklore came yes. out. That was a big deal, and that kind of kind of came out of nowhere this year too. I mean, it just kind of happened to fall in place that we had the songs written, but it kind of fell into place that we would do it this year while we were working on Joe Stryker. Like all of it just kind of happened. And well, uh, when you first mentioned it, to, when you first mentioned like, "Hey, we've got some new songs recorded. Check this out." I was like, "Wait, what? When the fuck did you do this?" <laughs> yeah, I know. It was like just. <laughs> Kind of out of the blue, like me and Derek already had a lot of the stuff already written, and uh, Shiloh had tracked the drums like a year ago oh, wow. or something. Like it was like in 2018, he had he had done the drum tracks and was just like, "Yep, ready when you guys are," and just schedules and and we were busy and Derek's out of town and all this stuff. So like it just happened that we all were able to get together one weekend and just record it all, like knock it all out, day and night recording just finish it yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, it just worked out that we recorded it in two days and just knocked the thing out and uh it was kind of unplanned but it was like right it was like smack in the middle of working on joe striker too to the point where like i'm sitting there on the computer me and kevin are sitting there like editing stuff from the movie while people are doing tracks and so you know like we're we're like multitasking like hell That's like insane, we, we gotta finish our movie while we record our album you know because they're all doing it in the same place so um, yeah, it, artistically, this has been one of the best years of my life, for sure. And, uh, yeah, it looks like next year's gonna be insane, too. <laughs> I'm trying, there are too many fucking settings on my phone. I'm trying to figure out how to make my screen not go to lock screen, so I can oh, man, have my shit up. Good luck with that, yeah. Right? I don't know how anything works anymore. Alright, whatever. So, yeah, the EP came out, and it's awesome, and it's another step. And you guys just got reviewed in Horror Hound, which is yeah. amazing. Really cool, I gotta get a copy of that. Um, so, uh, yeah, great year for personal stuff, uh, and we could sit here jerking each other off all night, but yeah, let's move on to that. that. Yeah, we'll move on let's, to Let's talk people. about pop culture, yep. fun stuff that, that everybody can appreciate, and, uh, why, why don't you kick us off with some, some <laughs> something somebody else made. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. Um, so, uh, yeah, I wanted to mention my, uh, TV show picks of the year. Okay. Um, okay. three of them. Mandalorian. Yeah. Because I have absolutely loved everything about that show. You and, and for I've the listeners, we're probably going to spoil stuff from 2019. Yeah. So if we mention something that you're not caught up on, just fast forward a little bit. Yeah. And you'll probably get to the part where we say... <laughs> where I'm spoiling. Turns out Baby Yoda is Greedo, Greedo's son. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways... Which, so, which explains the whole McClunky thing. Yeah, the McClunky. Right. But yeah. we don't want to get into that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I heard about McClunky. I know what's up. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Mandalorian uh, took me by surprise. I was, like, going to hold off on uh, Disney+. Plus. I was just like, yeah, I'll get it eventually. Like, whatever. Come on. I know. I know. And, like, doing? every time I try to resist Disney, like, it always gets Even me. Even Arian has Disney+. Plus. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I, I don't know who I'm kidding. I, I ended up getting it. <laughs> um, and I don't know, man. It hits every everything that I wanted out of that show. Like, everything I didn't know I wanted. Yeah. Where it's like, it's got like moments where it feels like a Western, moments where it feels like Hercules and Xena. Like, <laughs> right, it's right. like ridiculous. Uh, and then also like really like grounded more than Star Wars stuff too at times. It, it's, but it doesn't, to me, it doesn't feel like too tonally off from episode to episode, which I, I think that you may have some different <laughs> opinions on. But uh, I'm I'm loving the shit out of it. I love that you, you don't really see the uh, main character. You don't see his face. Yeah. Until... Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm fine with that. I think it's very. Cool. I think it's awesome. Uh, 
Yeah, the only, I mean, really the only issue I have was the first five minutes of the last episode. Yeah. That may as well have just been a neon sign that said, Taika Waititi! <laughs> uh, which, look, I, the guy is very talented, but I want him to stop dipping his talent and stuff into other things. Yeah, I feel you. Because that, to me, like, you don't reference Stormtroopers being a bad shot. In universe, yeah. Unless it's like a comedy show, like when Robot Chicken does that, that's fine, that's hilarious. Yeah. Like yeah. if Seth Green had it had reminded the me of Robot Chicken, right? Yeah. And that's what it was, and that stuff is great, but not when it's part of another narrative. Yeah, I especially wish... when it's like canon, like in show. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. Like no, that scene like was it. hilarious, but it, I didn't <laughs> want it in that. It was hilarious. Oh um, yeah. No, I, f- I feel you on that. I, I totally get that point. But otherwise, the show was phenomenal. I loved the pacing. I yeah. loved the fact, you know, a lot of people were like, nothing's happening. Uh, no, I, nothing's happening. And it's great because I, I we're episodic spending TV like time yeah. in this world. Yep. And yeah, like you said, like Hercules and Xena, yeah. people have used that as a negative. To me, that's a positive. No, I think that's great. I want, I, I miss that old, like, thing happens it gets handled over the course yeah. of the episode. Now it's time for the next episode. Yeah, I love it. But there was still a seasonal arc. Yep. That that we built up to the finale where we met um, uh, Gus. I can't think of the actor's name. Oh right now. yeah, I've said it like fifty times. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Is that right? Yeah. But I can't. Yeah, I can't think of the character's name. But it turns out he's got the fucking dark saber. Yeah, dude, that was awesome. Uh, that blew my mind. And and that's what happens when you have Favreau and Filoni. Yeah. They actually pull from the canon and like right. make it, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, lo- I loved the look of it. Uh, I loved the build. I loved the video game feel of him sort of leveling up. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah his, his armor, armor at the that beginning awesome. there. Yeah. Uh, and then what for, oh, the Mando chick making the armor is awesome. Oh yeah, that was great. You I know, need to figure her. You know she's not dead. Oh no, There's hell no. no way. No, because she was again total video game thing. I'm gonna bring you this thing. Yeah. Okay, here's your upgrade. Like, yeah. I can almost see like the RPG word text bubbles popping up. Oh yeah, and yeah. doing the little arrow. You know, picking his stuff. It was it was beautiful. I loved it. Um. And then the well, for Chad's benefit, we'll we'll refer to him as as the Yoda baby. Yeah. Um, oh, that's my bad. I had to oh, leave no. my well, I had to leave my phone on so I would know. Oh yeah. Uh, when the family got home. Okay. Now I will silence it for the benefit of our recording and our listeners. Um, but yeah, for Chad's benefit, we'll refer to it as Yoda baby. Okay. Yoda baby. Cutest thing ever in the world. Oh my God! Yes. Uh, people are trying to to bump him in favor of Babu Frick. Babu Frick's great. No, I love Babu Frick. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I can can like them both. both. Yeah. We can have both. Yeah. But Yoda Baby's the king of cute for 2019. Oh, absolutely. Uh, 100%. And in that, uh, Nicole actually sent that gif of uh, do that hand thing you do. (laughs) He just waves. Oh, See, that kind of humor works. Yeah, yeah. That's because that's what a child would do. Like that. Right. Yeah. And it's it's in the scenario, it's a character humor moment. It's not jokey yuck yucks. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Right, yeah. right. It's not that kind of thing. So that, that was great. Um, and, and I loved that Carl Weathers, like... I thought he was great. People talk about the show um, 
not really delivering any twists and turns, but to me it did because you think he's going to die. Yeah, oh yeah. I thought Carl Weathers' character was going to die, 100%. For I sure. didn't see uh, Grief, I think was the Ugnaught's name. Yeah. Or Grieve yeah. or Grief, something along those lines. I think it was G-R-E-E-F. Yeah, I think it was Grief, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I the show had been so relatively feel-good up to that point, I was really shocked when he died. Yeah. Uh, so it really did, it didn't subvert my expectations, but it delivered a lot of uh, surprises that I felt it had earned. Yeah, for sure. And I just had fun watching it. It yeah. was just a fun watch every single time. The episode, the length. It's the first time in a while. Perfect. Like I literally, like every time a new episode came out, I was so excited to watch it. I couldn't wait. We, which all, doesn't happen anymore to me. All three of us, every single Wednesday, like as soon as we were together, like I got home from work or my son got home from school or whatever. As soon as we were together, we watched it. First yep. thing we did. That's awesome. We all knew that's what we were doing. And there was no like no discussion or anything. No, oh, let me go play a level of this game or let me go write something for the website. No, we sat down, we watched. We're watching. Unspoken yeah. rule. That's how me and Nicole have been with it too. I'm just like, dude, it's Mandalorian. We have to watch it. it it's destination television, a hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let me see. I didn't specifically go by shows or anything. Let me see if I've got any shows on here. Really, um, obviously, I really like Chernobyl. <laughs> I haven't even watched it. It sounded like too it's much a of a bummer. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge downer. Like, oh, that it happened. was really good. I, I don't know. That that's too real. Yeah, I'm no, not interested in that. Because 2019 overall was not like I definitely had some highlights and had a lot of good times, but overall, not a great year. Not one of my favorites. Yeah, overall. So I was like, I'm not no bummers for me this year. I've got enough. I feel like. w- without the help of fictional, nonfiction television. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Chernobyl, Mandalorian, and The Witcher were my three favorite series. Oh wow, I tried, I tried The Witcher. I love it. Not for me. Um, I do think uh, maybe, and and I I don't think this is necessarily a strong suit for the show, but I do think like playing the games and and reading the book uh, helps me like it a little more uh, because I think the uh, there was a lot of stuff that they just kind of assumed you knew, if, and you're like I don't know who or any of these people are, <laughs> so like. I feel like that's a problem with it, but I I'm loving the shit out of it. That was, the, and that makes sense because my first thought, because I watched the whole first episode, because yeah. the the wife watched it first, and she was like, "Yeah, I got about ten minutes into that, and no," and I was like, yeah. "You gotta give you gotta give it a chance. Yeah. Watch the whole episode." And I watched the whole episode, and the whole time I was thinking, "I don't understand why I should care about any of this." Yeah. Like, it, it it did not engage me at all. At some point, I'll go back, because I really like Henry Cavill. Oh, yeah. Um, he kills even, it. Even in a questionable wig. But, uh, yeah, I just, I couldn't figure out, it didn't hook me at all. Yeah. I, I will say there's a lot, like, it. the way the story is told, it's a little bizarre, and it's kind of out of order, and, like, by the end of it, you're like, oh, okay, but, like, you know, that's asking a lot to get through eight episodes to, yeah. On to, faith. Uh, yeah. Uh, I really liked it, and uh, I mean, I do think it's it's for fans of the series, though. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's sure. fine. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. I mean, look, uh, if uh, and Cavill nails the role, yeah, like, just kills it. I, I think everybody's well aware. I'm a big fan of fan service. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, there's I, a I lot like, of it. I yeah. like when you when you do the fans justice. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for me, actually, probably my biggest thing on TV is NXT. Um, I feel like WWE's 
now third brand. Yeah. Had an unbelievable year. It was the best wrestling show on television all year long. Yeah. Uh, it was another, for me, it was another case of being destination TV, which, especially when something is streaming. Yeah. You know, now we've got DVRs or, or we've, uh, I just signed up for, what are you streaming service wise? What do you got? Do you guys have a DVR service? No. Oh, no DVR no. at all. Okay. No, I'm just uh, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon, and Disney Plus. And okay. DC Universe. I, I tried because we got rid of cable because it costs so fucking much. Yeah. Um, we tried Sling for a while, and Sling's DVR was unreliable. Mm-hmm. There were a couple programs that just didn't record. That Don't was, know why. And there's sucks. nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Um, it, it just seemed really spotty, and we've we've got the Hulu Plus Live. Whatever I've looked into that. Whatever it, their top tier package is. Yeah. Which I wish they had a tier just under it that didn't have all the sporto bullshit because yeah. we don't need that. Uh, but that's just it's like the step is what we had before that has no DVR and doesn't have the live TV. That's what I have. But it was yeah. commercial free. Yeah. And then you make this big leap to Hulu everything. Which, if you want the DVR and no commercials, that's what you have to get. Yeah. And I'm not fucking sitting and watching commercials. No, fuck that's that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But it includes all the sporto shit. Which, if you could knock even ten bucks off the price and get rid of that stuff, yeah. I'd, I'd get that package. Yeah. But the next package down is the DVR live TV, but you have to deal with commercials. <sighs> which is dumb. So, we're going to try this for a while. So far, it's great. Um, but, yeah, for a streaming show... Like NXT, well, now it's on USA, but but for a streaming show to be Destination TV where you make a point of watching it as soon as you can after it drops, yeah. I think it's a big accomplishment. Oh, I think so, too. And yeah. The Mandalorian was very much that. Yeah. Um, and NXT has been that for me all year. And, are you, and once are it moved to... Are you a bigger fan of, like, like, let's say The Witcher came out and it was, like, eight episodes and I sat there and watched them all. Right. Or, like, how Mandalorian does where it's every week. Because we're kind of torn. I think... And and what converted me on this was Castle Rock. Yeah, I think I prefer weekly than yeah than it being dumped all at once. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I think that it's it definitely makes me think about the show stays in my mind for longer. It, yes, it's, it, it yeah. gives you time to process everything that you're watching. The anticipation of the next episode is fun. I like that. Oh yeah. Um, I I kind of wish everybody would move to well. And here's the thing, you know, they go, well, if you if you want to watch it once a week, you just, just can. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, Nobody's going to do that. Fucking idiot. Nobody's, yeah, yeah we're just, no it's available. We're, we're Americans. I watched all The Witcher in a day. And, like, by the end, I was, like, <laughs> fucking numb. Like, just like, uh See, and that's what I did with, uh... And I'm like, man, I'm a piece of shit right now. <laughs> like, I didn't do anything. Well, they dropped the, le- the second season of Lost in Space, which, by the way, I really like that show. Oh, I need to watch that. Um... I I loved the first season. Parker Posey is is a big reason to watch it because she, she's just a devious, sinister. Yeah. She's so it's so good watching her be evil. Nice. Um, but yeah, the second season came out I think on Christmas Day. Okay. And over the last couple of days, I watched it in like two days because they dropped the whole ten episodes at once, and uh, it's really good. But I didn't really take it in mm-hmm. like I would have if it had been. If it had come out over the space of ten weeks. Yeah, I gotcha. Because yeah. you need time to think about each episode and what happened. And I don't know, I, I just like that more. 
Yeah, when it's like just on to the next, you're just like, you know, it, it's like, yeah, like you said, yeah, like Castle Rock was one that I watched all back to back. Yeah. And like, I do wish that I had time to actually process that show because there's right. so much that happens. You're like, what the fuck? And like, if you watch it all back to back, by the end, you're still like, what the fuck? Well, <laughs> but it's just, a, it all blurs together. And yeah. I feel like pacing is an important thing. Like, I remember every episode of The Mandalorian. Right. I do not remember every episode of Castle Rock no, at no. all. It, it's all just a big blur. Yeah. And I think it's cool that we're getting these sort of eight-hour movies now. Yeah. But I don't want episodic television to go away. And that's that's why The Mandalorian is so good. Is not only did they drop it over the course of... Well, it was actually nine weeks because they skipped a week. Yeah. When... Um, or no, wait. No, they didn't skip a week. They gave us an episode early... And then it was a week and a half before the next one came out. I don't think they actually skipped a week at any point. But anyway, over the course of eight yeah, for the holidays, weeks, yeah. um, we got you know these episodes, and we got to enjoy we got to enjoy it for eight weeks as opposed to enjoying it for a day or two. Yeah, moving on to the next and thing. moving on to the next thing. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I, I I think that's better. So but to get back to NXT, um, they managed to have top talent. All year long, uh, Shayna Baszler is my pick for Wrestler of the Year. Nice. Uh, every time she's on the screen, she's captivating. Everything she does look, looks real. They've got the best talent out of any wrestling company. They put on the best show. Uh, there, There's my second favorite show, which is NWA Power. Uh, YouTube, every Tuesday at 6.05, a new episode drops. Very entertaining. If you remember the studio WCW shows yeah. from, you know, the I've heard late really 80s, good early things 90s. about NWA. It's really fun. Yeah. It's so much fun to watch. Uh, That's awesome. It's my second favorite show, but by, like, there's like a pretty big margin between NXT and NWA Power and then Raw and SmackDown, which are, I'm not going to say they're bad. I will not call those shows bad. Yeah. But they're inconsistent. I watch them every week and they entertain me. But as far as actually being, like, excellent entertainment, yeah. they're not there. NXT is every single week. It's it's tremendous. I love it. And this yeah. year, obviously, moving to the USA Network and being officially acknowledged as the third brand of WWE is a huge step for them. Yeah. Uh, I don't like, however, because, you know, it used to be on the WWE Network. Mm -hmm. uh, it was one hour, and it was an hour of program. Yeah. Now, it's two hours, but it's on USA. The next day, it's available on the network, but it's the exact same content that was on USA. So, when there's a commercial during matches, you just lose that three minutes of the match. And I hate that. Sucks. Because that was one of the things I really loved about NXT on the network, was you got full matches. Yeah. You didn't get interrupted with commercials. Yeah, because that's always the worst. Which I, I hate. Yeah. And I was hoping... There that, should really be a better way. Well, I mean, they're sitting there filming it. I don't understand why the new the network version of the USA show doesn't have just complete matches. Yeah, but it cuts and yeah. then it comes back as though there were there had been a commercial. It's it, it irritates me, Ugh. but it's still a tremendous show, still top notch. And I mean, those matches are designed so that nothing happens during the commercial. So it's yeah. not like you're technically missing anything, but it just irritates me because it fucks up the flow. Uh, but still, uh, top, uh, my favorite show, easily. Love nice. It every single week. Hell yeah. And AEW is not on your list? Nope. <laughs> That's what I figured. <laughs> I watched, 
three, maybe four episodes really, really wanting to like it. Yeah, yeah. Really wanting to give it a chance. Yeah, I watched uh, the first couple and I was kind of like, yeah. It just didn't connect for me, and I'm yeah. not going to say anything bad about no, it. No, no, no. Uh, but it's just not for me. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, my my worst show of the, uh, of the year was <laughs> Give it to uh, me. Titans. Oh, man, I love that first season so much. <laughs> me and you talked about it all yeah, a bunch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and this season just, like, kept setting up cool shit and then fucking it up tremendously mm. in a way I didn't think was possible. And uh, I have one of my favorite episodes with the the crypto episode, like the yes. Super Boy, like that was yes. so good. Uh, there's so much good on that show, and some of the casting is so some of the casting is so perfect, and I want it to be good because I really love the first season. I really love uh, Doom Patrol. I like what they're doing, but they just keep fucking getting in their own way. And Titans is just. So many, like, things just felt like an afterthought and, like, holy shit, we gotta wrap this up and, like, just, just, went, just shit the bed. Completely. I don't know if you finished it, but I'm not gonna say anything to spoil it, but it shit the bed so impressively that, like, I don't even know if I'll watch it another season. So here's, here's where we're at. Yeah. We got to, I'm trying to think of what the last episode of Titans we watched was... We saw the episode... First of all, something that annoyed the shit out of me is... How are you just going to keep letting Superboy fuck up? Yeah. Somebody watch that guy. Yeah, I know. At the... For Supernatural TV show... Yeah. It took me like six seasons before I got really sick of the Sam and Dean split up every season yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Titans did it like 50 times in two seasons. I'm already over it. I, I just want them to be the Titans and function. Right. It just dragged on for so long. And I think... Okay, we saw the episode where... We got up to the point where Jericho got freed from Slade. Yeah. Okay. We got up to that point. Mm-hmm. And... Was he in the Nightwing costume when that happened? Yeah. So wait, maybe we did what? What was... Do you want me to tell you what pissed me off? Yeah, so I don't much? care. I don't care. Go ahead. Because we... I canceled DC. Yeah. Um, because I think it's going to get folded into that HBO It is. Max. It is. It absolutely is. Um, and it's like ridiculous The only me. thing we were really still... Because the Harley Quinn show is... Excellent. It's awesome. I fucking love that it. That was on my list of favorite shit. I that, love the, it. That was the only thing, because Doom Patrol lost us too. Um, yeah, I, I love that. I, I enjoyed that. I'll, I'll go back and watch it at some point. But uh, I, was, I was pretty happy with the way that ended. Really, the Harley Quinn show was the only reason I might have kept my DC. Because I signed up for the 16-month thing back yeah. when they very first offered it. It expired on Christmas Day this year. And I decided not to auto-renew Yeah, because there's just not enough there for me to keep paying for it when I know these programs are going to be in that HBO thing that we're yeah. fucking 100% going to sign up for. Oh, yeah, for sure. Offered. Yeah, of course. Um, 
So yeah, we just let it go, and I mean that Harley will come out on Blu-ray collected or whatever. Yeah, I'll actually buy that one because yeah, like I am loving it, dude. I've, I watched the Bar Mitzvah episode is one of my favorite fucking things ever. Like I've watched it like three times because it cracks me up. I but they're all been good. Was King Shark episode four? Yeah, that was episode four. I think that's the last one we watched. That was funny. So I watched the first three episodes twice each, yeah, and then watched King Shark when it came on, and that was when I was like, all right, I got to decide what we're gonna do here. Uh, and I let it expire. Yeah, that's um, the best thing they got going for them. Uh, yeah, Titans is great. But yeah, it's not enough. It's not worth for, being five dollars or six dollars no, a month or whatever. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. So, spoiler alert. Okay, the thing so that pissed yeah. me off is like we all saw the Wonder Woman trailer, right? Fucking Wonder Woman swinging on lightning bolts. Yeah. yeah. Badass. Uh, Donna Troy in Titans. Um. You fucking like they they defeat everyone. Like, all the bad guys are defeated. They're like, we won. We're the Titans. We're awesome. And then a fucking tower falls oh, we over did watch, on Oh, we did watch the whole thing. Yes. It fucking kills so with electricity stupid. after the fact. That is, yeah, that's the last episode. Yes. And it was the dumbest shit yeah. I've ever seen. And it's just some weird plot point to bring her back later. And it was so clunky. And, yeah, because like, we already know she's in he, the third season. Yeah, and it was just so fucking weird and, like... And it, it felt just like they looked bad. It looked too. terrible. Like it looked like, fake as shit. It, and it was the way that it happened was dumb. It didn't make any sense. No, like everything was done. Like everyone was cool. Right. We're going home. Oh, tower! Yeah. And then it fell on her, and then she yeah. got electrocuted. That, that drove me crazy. Absolutely. So, so yeah, really, so we did watch the whole thing. It, it was just. Uh, I think it's that so was just such a that wet fart of an ending that, <laughs> yeah. we're, that was just like, whatever. Yeah, and even the Deathstroke shit didn't yeah. really pay off very well, no, I didn't, didn't think. No, like, it didn't. It sucks. Like, it, I think they did Deathstroke better on Arrow. Like, well, I mean... I like the way... Be, I like this actor. To be fair... the story arc. My, Manu Bennett? Yeah. That the Arrow... <laughs> yeah, the guy who went, like, crazy. To be fair, that guy is fucking awesome. Yeah, no, he's badass. He's great. Yeah. And this Deathstroke... He's a little um, more mild mannered, and yeah, and, and he felt really uneven to me because sometimes he seemed like he was super pissed and angry, and sometimes he fe- felt like he was cold and distant. Like he, the yeah. character didn't feel consistent to yeah. me. And at no point did I feel like this is Slade Wilson, and I didn't, I didn't feel like that about Manu Bennett either. Yeah, me either. Yeah. But he created such a great character <laughs> that I didn't care. Yeah, he is, he is great. Yeah, he, he was cares. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that, uh, Titans, I, I wouldn't, I don't know if, I, I, I didn't think about my worst, so I'm not sure what a worst TV show would be, and the thing is, there's nothing, I guess maybe Titans would be my worst, just because it was such a bad ending, and they did go back and forth so much, it was just like, this five minutes was awesome, but then it was followed by twenty minutes of yeah. Why? Yeah. Why is this happening? It was more just frustrating because like it has potential to be like one of my favorite shows. Yeah, they like, nailed so, so many much things. that they do right. Like yeah. Hawk and Dove, they nail. Like there's so much that they fucking kick ass on, and then and Jason is great. Yeah, he's awesome. He's so good. Yeah, he's such a little prick. Yeah, he's a fucking dick bag. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't know. There's so much about it that I love, and there's so many stories they're telling that I love. Yeah, and then they just keep fucking up, and it drives me crazy. But anyways, let's move on. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about something positive. Let's talk about something good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Stupid lock screen. Uh, oh, okay. Well, that's not something good. So let's uh, let's move on to oh, something no. else. Oh, I got to talk about. You know, I got to talk about toys. Yeah, we got to talk about toys a little bit. 
uh, so Naka. Mm-hmm. I think both of us have bought a shit ton oh, yeah. of Naka toys this Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Uh, they have that ultimate line where it's the figure with like three different heads and 50 oh, different yeah. accessories. That's like and, almost all I've been buying. Right. Yeah. They have just killed it this year. Oh, yeah. Every single one of their releases, there's not a single one. One, I was super excited about all of them. Yeah. And I don't get as excited about toys as I used to, except for the 112 stuff. Yeah. Just because I've reviewed so many fucking toys, they're all they're all the same. Mm. They're all, they're all. These, like, I couldn't wait to, like, get to Target or get to the comic book shop or get to wherever I was getting them from yeah. to get these things, open them up, review them. That's, I mean, it's probably the only reason I did any toy reviews this year. Yeah. Is because those were so exciting to me. Uh, just phenomenal. They knocked I'm, it out of the park. I am, I am so happy with every single one I bought. Uh, I am bummed that we're not going to get a, a Jason, Jason X. Yet. Looks like. You don't think so? Yeah, not yet. Do you think we will? Dude, at some point, that's going to get resolved. Yeah. If, this is what I keep saying, if all of the parties that had legal issues with the 1966 Batman show finally got their shit together and we got it on Blu-ray... That's true. This yeah. Friday the 13th thing can get resolved. Yeah. And the Nightmare thing, I mean, it's it's a, it's a different issue. Yeah. But I think it's going to be easier to fix than the Friday the 13th one. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be in 2020. Yeah. But that stuff's going to get resolved. Now, the pinhead is... That looks awesome. I know. I know. But it's not it's not out yet. It's I a 2020. Know, I know, I know. Dude, they've got so much stuff coming out in January. They've got the... Um, the retro cloth candy man. Yeah. Um, Pinhead, uh, the Halloween three trick or treaters. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and don't they have cloth? Yeah, they're soft. Okay, yeah, they're yeah. they're the retro style, yeah. like Mego looking ones. Yeah. Um, which isn't really fair to call them that because they're so much better than Migos. Yeah. They're almost like big but simpler one twelves. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um. They've got a shit ton of stuff coming out in January. That's just, that's a few things that I know for a fact are hitting, like, in the next couple of weeks here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really um, stoked about those. Pretty and by the way, for the listeners, I think this runs through January 11th, which means by the time this posts, it'll still be in effect. Uh, Target has buy one, get one half off on all their NACA stuff. Uh, there are no signs, but when you go scan it on the price checker, the promotion comes up. And when you take it up front, I bought four things today. Um, when you take it up front, it rings up correctly. Yeah. That's, I believe that runs through January 11th. Uh, but if you check the Needless Things podcast Instagram, I posted a, a picture of it. It's got the date on there. Yeah, I need that Halloween 2 one. Really yeah. It's, uh, dude, they're all so good. I, I, kudos to them for creating a consistently great uh, line. My only gripe with it is that... They call them ultimate figures, and then they release three Pennywise figures. I know, yeah. Like, yeah, I bought the ultimate Pennywise, and I was like, hell yeah, this is the ultimate one. And then they came out with, like, two, two more. Two more. Well, yeah, at least was, two more, because they did the one that has the insect arms. Yes. They did the That's one... In the big box. Right, in the big, big awesome. long box. Yeah. And then they did the one that's, like, the wellhouse figure. Oh, yeah, yeah. That comes with, like... The hair face, and like it's slightly different. And the painting face, I think, maybe? No, that's in the big box. Okay, okay. Because I just looked at it today. That's okay. the only reason I know that. Okay. 
Yeah, and then there was the GameStop one that was different that just had blood on yeah, it. And it had yeah. the I Love Dairy Balloon. The I Love Dairy Balloon, which yeah. should have been included in one of these yeah. other regular releases. It's, like that, because that's in the movie. Yeah, and. That's not like a, a variant. Yeah, and you can you cannot find that one anymore. Or I can't. The yeah, GameStop you're right. One? Well, the GameStop ones tend to. Like, they may sit for a couple of months, but in general, what GameStop gets when they first get them is it. Yeah. Which, along those lines for the listeners, uh, if you want those DC, or want those Batman Ninja Turtles GameStop exclusive figures, go fucking get them. Because they're starting to disappear, and the next time GameStop has a sale, I guarantee those will be gone and you will not see them again. And they're some of the best toys that came out this year. The only one I've seen is the uh, Shredder uh, Rachel Ghoul one. And really? that's it. I've looked, and that's the only one I've seen. Oh, wow. So they're already drying up. Yeah, because I go to the one in, in Chambly, and like that's all they have is that one. Uh, we've we've been around a lot the last few days, and and over three or four different game stops, like there, there's been a full set available. Oh, okay. But don't sleep on that. Yeah, because I went to two game stops the other day, I think... Uh, one in Chambly and like one Snowman or something, but like they bo- they both only had the Shredder one. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, so those those are going to disappear. Yeah, uh, and those from DC Collectibles who show they're still capable of making good figures despite when all they the want horrible to. decisions they made yeah. in 2019. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, thanks thanks for NACA and that 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 covers both one of my high spots of 2019 and one of the things I'm looking forward to in 2020. Because we already know they've got cool stuff coming to the beginning of the year. Oh, yeah. Toy Fair's in February. There's no telling. And they've lost two of the anchors of their uh, business with yeah. Freddy and Jason. Not yeah. being able to make any Freddy and Jason figures. So it'll be interesting going forward. They're going to have to think outside the box. Right. To see yeah. who they get. And I'm sure they're going to have some big announcements. Oh, yeah. Uh, in, in 2020. Everyone I know that's into horror collects naked figures. Yeah. Well, you have to. Because... It's not, and it's not like, well, that's all there is. It's, that's all there is, and they're fucking excellent. They're awesome. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I got a whole shelf that's just NECA figures. All right. Uh, you want to talk about movies? Do we talk about movies? Yeah, sure. We can talk about movies. Um, my, my pick of the year is going to be Joker. Okay, I it's on my it. list. Um, it, was, it was one of my runners up. Yeah, sure. my my runners up are Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Alita, and Dolomite. Okay, Dolomite is my name. Um, but like, when I really, really think about it, Joker is the one movie I saw this year that I don't have a single problem with anything in it. I was incredibly like, I, I felt like it changed how I see movies. Like it was like just so impressive to me. Uh, I was, like, tearing up in the first, like, five minutes of the movie. Like, not like, uh, like oh, I feel so bad for this guy. But, like, you do feel bad for the guy. Yeah. It's I don't know. It's like, I know he's a bad guy and all that stuff. But I'm just saying, the way the movie made me feel was unlike anything else I saw this year. Well, and I think that's a lot of why Joker is so successful. Is yeah. because a lot of it is up to the viewer to determine how you take what happens, how you process what happens. Yeah, where the lines are crossed. Right, and the movie is not attempting to manipulate you in any way. No. It's presenting the story of an unreliable narrator. Yeah. And you you take it, your own personal experiences are going to read into how you take that a lot. Yeah, for sure, for sure. 
Yeah, that movie just blew me away. Like, I, I knew from the trailer that it was going to be good, and people were raising hell about the makeup and, and how I didn't like the Joker, and I was like, I I can already tell yeah, this is going to be good. Yeah. And then when it comes out, all those same people are like, oh my god, it's fucking Yeah, hard. yeah, yeah. But, yeah uh, any, but anybody who saw it and was still talking negatively about it had just made up their minds, yeah, I feel like. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think Alito is on both of our list, and that yeah. was fucking incredible. I need to own it. Yeah, actually, I realized, because um, I, I wasn't going to read a whole lot. If you go to NeedlessThingsPodcast.com, my best of 2019 is up right now. And I wasn't going to go off this a whole lot, because you can go there and read it. Yeah. Uh, but my, my pick for best movie was Us. Yeah. Uh, because throughout the whole year, it's the one that I kept going back to, kept wanting to watch again, kept thinking about. And it made me excited for what else we're going to see from Jordan Peele. Oh, yeah. And I hope he's a guy that keeps doing his own thing. I don't want to see him on, like, a Marvel movie or, a, no. like, I don't, I don't want original stuff from that guy. Right, yeah. right. I don't, now, he if he wants to produce, man? well, he's a producer. Okay, all right. And that's the thing. is, any If he wants to start producing remakes yeah. so they have his sort of flavor, that's fine. But as yeah. far as writing and directing... I want to see him do some unique shit. Because yes. I love Get Out, too. I, I Get Out, in retrospect, I enjoy more than I did the first time that I saw it yeah. in the context of his career. I still think it's a little overrated but it's good yeah but us just blew me away and then actually i lied joker got knocked off my list by rise of skywalker oh really that's how much i love that yeah my my runners up were rise of skywalker the dead don't die toy story 4 uh battle angel and dolomite man yeah dolomite was so good um yeah us i really really liked um i still have questions but i think that's okay I've had, yeah. That's a good thing. Like, well, you're uh, meant to. Yeah, you're absolutely. Meant to. They purposely don't. They purposely don't. And, so. and I liked it for that. Um, I don't. I don't necessarily like. I've seen people like complain about it, like, oh, it doesn't make sense. I'm like, well, I mean, we don't know. It's yeah. It, There's it's too not, many unanswered questions. It's not there to hold your hand. No. And give you a complete narrative. It it's gave me there. an interesting enough story to where I was at. Right. Yeah. And it's there to give you this family's experience. Within the world where that crazy shit happened, yeah, the movie's not about that crazy shit. No, no, it's about this this group of individuals' experience with that crazy shit. Absolutely, um, yeah, I I really enjoyed that. And and once upon a time in Hollywood, I just saw like I literally just saw it a couple of days ago. It's and that ending did not go where I thought it was going to go. <laughs> I was like, what? What the? This is not how any of this happens. I, I was yeah. so and I I love that movie. Uh, it didn't, I think because it came so late in the year for me, because yeah. I didn't see it until a couple weeks ago either, or yeah. last week maybe even. Um, so I really haven't had as much time to sit with it. Now Rise of Skywalker, I understand it's not fair, it came in right at the end of the year, but it made me so happy yeah. that it, it gets onto my list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's, it's fantastic. I watched it twice in the span of a couple of days because I, I just needed to. It's just such a, a solid ass movie, and like the characters are so good and, and engaging, and you just want to watch it. Um, and seeing Quentin Tarantino say "fuck the Manson family," yeah, for ruining our little Hollywood dreamland, yeah, uh, is just so much fun. And that was my concern. I don't, I'm, I don't like things that glamorize or glorify 
like serial killer. I'm not a serial killer guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, oh, I'd like to own a John Wayne Gacy painting or. Like, oh no, oh, no, I'm not. I either. don't think those. I don't think I, that's I'm, cool. I'm interested in the stories of like how how they became serial killers. Why I think that kind of stuff is important and and interesting. Sure. Uh, like I really loved Mindhunter. It doesn't glorify it at all. Yeah. Uh, it is very brutal. Like fucked up. This is some shit that happens. And this is about the FBI trying to figure out why it happens. And that shit's always been really interesting to me. But I, I agree, I'm not into the whole uh, art collecting and the I want to own Jeffrey Dahmer's fridge. Like, I don't get that. Yeah. I'm not going to wear a t-shirt with any of these people on it. Right, right. Like, exactly. I, I'm not on board with any of that. Um, but, yeah, the the way that that, that movie played out, <laughs> holy shit. I loved it. I, I loved it. It was great. I was uh, like, like, because Nicole didn't get to see the whole thing, but like she started watching it towards the end, and we both were like, oh, we know what's going to happen. Right, here. right. Fuck, you know, this is going to be really hard to watch. And then we're just like, what? Like, <laughs> Nicole's like, what the hell is this movie? I'm well, like, it's great. And that was my concern, is like, I knew they were using that setting in those characters, and I was like, ugh, I'm really not into something using that. Because it's but real we people. all should have remembered Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, and what went down there. Yeah, like obviously Tarantino is into his like alternate you know, history. Fuck Nazis. Fuck Manson. Yeah. Fuck all these people. Yeah, gotta ruin them. I gotta di- real quick. I gotta dip back to TV for a second because I do have to mention how much I loved American Horror Story 1984. I gotta watch it. Oh, it's fucking awesome. Really? It's so. Oh, it's. Uh, for me, the top three seasons of that show are Murder House, uh, Hotel, and now 1984, which may be the best season of that show. Yeah, it's shorter. I love Hotel. It's a shorter season. Nice. Uh, and it is just nonstop reveling in its corniness. I, I loved it. I loved it. And and Billy Lord is just awesome in everything she's in. I gotta she's watch great. it. She's great. So yeah, I highly recommend that. That's on my list of shit to check. And out. Bob's Burgers. Bob's the, Burgers is still fucking incredible. The ads for for nineteen eighty was it ni- what is it nineteen eighty four nineteen eighty four I was like got confused because I'm like wait that's the Wonder Woman thing isn't it <laughs> yeah. yeah but okay yeah and it's also a Van Halen album yeah eh, fuck it it's just got a good ring to it yeah sounds um, good and a George Orwell book which is slightly more disturbing yeah than, yeah you know, those true. other things yeah yeah well do what you got to do. Uh, do you play any good uh, games this year? Uh, I played... I put a few games on my list. What did I, what did I play? I just finished playing Star something. Wars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's it. That's yeah. literally like it was Fallen Order. And it was it was enjoyable, but I had a lot of problems with it. Really? It, to me, felt like a PlayStation 3 game. Oh, functionally. Okay. okay. I've heard a lot of people talking about that. I haven't gotten enough time with it. It, it But they're talking about like the junk, jumping mechanics it's, and it's the combat. Worth, is, it's worth playing. Yeah. But story-wise, I mean, don't expect an experience like Uncharted or or uh, got the new God of War or anything that that feels like a revelation. Yeah. Because to me it feels like this is something that was sitting around in the PlayStation 3 era that they cleaned up a little bit and threw out on PlayStation 4. Yeah, I think graphically it looks awesome, but I agree with like some functionality. Have you seen the Wookiees yet? No, I haven't gotten there. They look like literal piles of shit. <laughs> That's awesome. It is unbelievable how bad the Wookiees... They looked better in Force Unleashed. Wow. Force Unleashed is a far better game. Oh, I love Force than Unleashed. Than Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, the first one. Uh, when you... In, in Fallen Order, 
your customization, like of your character. Yeah. It's literally just colors. Yeah, that that sucks, you man. Don't I don't change I, the actual yeah costume at all, that's, except for like whether or not you have a poncho. Ugh. Um, and yeah, that's, I heard that's that like, only it doesn't up. reward exploration at all. No, and that it sucks. is not worth going and hunting down all the stuff unless you're like really, really into turning your robot turquoise. <laughs> I really got to do that. Um. The lightsaber customization, like it's literally, it's just visual. Yeah, there are no, there's well, no there's the functionality. Blade. Yeah, but you just get that, and like, it doesn't feel as rewarding as it should. Yeah, to get because you get a double bladed lightsaber, and then you get one that you can take apart. Oh. so it's like the uh, I can't remember. I can't remember what they call Ahsoka's secondary lightsaber. It's like that. Okay. Um, and it's it's cool. And once you get that, it's like you know, in video games where you get to a certain point where you're like, okay, now I'm like ultimate badass. Yeah, you fuck shit. And up. that's what that is. But it takes a long time to get there. You feel like like this guy is a weak sauce pussy for like the first half of the game. Oh, okay. Like you just get your ass beat. Um, Damn. It's I, I don't know. It, okay. It's that's good it's, to know. I, I'm I'm not far into it. It's though. worth playing. Yeah. But the further you get into it, the more you're going to be like, why isn't this better? Yeah. Because it really should. It, it should have been a mind blowing, awesome experience. Yeah. Uh, but it just isn't. It, uh, you don't get the like. Wow, this is a whole new level of video game feels yeah. that you know. The new God of War and the last Uncharted aren't necessarily next level video games, but they do so many interesting things so well. Oh yeah. That they feel like they're next level. Oh yeah, the new God of War felt very next level for me. Right. Especially going from God of War three to that. Yeah, yeah right, right, like, right. Holy shit. Yeah. Like it's dramatic. Yeah. And this this to In me felt way. like a, a step backwards. Uh That's but you, a I know you played a whole lot more than I did. This year, yeah. Uh, well, I I missed a lot, but like I have been getting things like over like since I finished the movie, I've been giving myself like some more video game time and like Boy, trying to catch up. Yeah, like so. Um, I uh, I played Resident Evil Two, which you played this year. Oh yeah, that's right, I did. Yeah, that was that was that's, that was a long time ago. Right? I, that was in January. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was fucking great. That I, was I finished a, it. Incredible, and I don't. I rarely finish games. Yeah, of course I finished Fallen Order too. But yeah, yeah. Um, Resident Evil Two was incredible. It was so good that like I beat it and you unlock the other scenario, and like I instantly went and played it again. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed the hell out of that. Um, and then yeah, the other one uh, which we were talking about a little bit before we started recording, and maybe partially into it, but Death Stranding with Norman Reedus, the Hideo Kojima game is the strangest, weirdest game, but, like, it's such excellent world-building, and it's, like, got this weird gameplay loop that, like, I want like I want to play it right now, like, just thinking yeah. about it. Like, it's yeah. just, like, it's... But it, like, doesn't sound appealing. It's, like, you're basically <laughs> doing, like, fetch quests that, like, in an RPG, like, Look, take this from here to here. I don't know what kind of person you are where poop and pee bombs don't sound appealing. Oh, yeah, no. Poop and pee bombs are a big part of it. <laughs> Even dirty shower bombs. Because there's the zero, the one, and the two. The oh zero is the dirty shower water. Oh the one's gosh. the pee, two's the poop. 
So the what you're fighting? What are they like? Uh, germaphobes? <laughs> like no. you throw some poop at them and they're like, ah! I mean, yeah, I guess technically. Yeah, you know, uh, it's it's really strange. There was an event called the Death Stranding that like wiped out a lot of the population, and it's kind of like the world of like from what I can understand, because like I'm only like seven hours into it, but like from sure. what I can understand, it's like the world of the dead has kind of like come into our world. And people are having to learn how to survive and fight against these things. And there's still people that need to, like, deliver supplies. So that's what you do. You're basically, like, a FedEx guy going from place to place. But then occasionally you run into these fucked up ghosts. And, like, you have these abilities. And for some reason your poop and your pee, like, fins these things off. They don't like it. So, I mean, that's literally, like, it. It's crazy. And then there's a baby. It's fucking strange. And sometimes you have to hold the baby and shake the controller to move it around. (laughs) It's really fucking weird. Like, it's so weird. And it's, like, almost to that point where you're like, this is so weird that he's just trying to be weird. But then, like, some some story beat will happen that reels you in, and you're like, no, this is fully thought out. Like, he has thought out every single part of this right. to the point where, like, this is just some genius next-level shit. Okay. Um, literally. So, yeah, literally shit. Uh, so, like, I don't know. I wouldn't recommend it to, like, most people. Uh, my dad's, like, turned into a big gamer since he retired, and I would not recommend <laughs> it to him. I'd be like, no, you don't need this game where Norman Reedus shits on people. But, uh, but I'm really enjoying it, like, a lot. Okay. Uh, so that's, that would be my... It sounds like a, it sounds like something I'll keep an eye out for a sale on. Yeah, I got it for, like, 35 bucks. Totally oh, okay. Nice, yeah. nice. Uh, I've also got a, I guess I wasn't totally done with TV, although now, like, TV and streaming are sort of different things. Uh, Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. I didn't watch it. Is one of my favorite anythings from the entire year. Holy shit. Uh, and, and it's not just as a fan of puppetry, it's as a fan of storytelling and horror, and, cause it's, it's fucking creepy. It's creepy and scary and weird. Uh, but the character building is incredible, um, and you—it's very immersive. You don't—you you sit there thinking, "I can't believe they're doing all this with puppets," but you also sort of forget you're watching puppets because the characters yeah. are so good and it's so well done. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. It, it to me, it's a game changer. Uh, I know it's very expensive and labor intensive, and I don't know how much we're getting another season. Yeah. Don't know how long it'll go because Netflix. It's Netflix, so yeah. they, you know, seem, three three seasons and, yeah. and you're done unless there's some kind of special circumstance. Uh, but it was just a revelation for me. It's it's beautiful and engaging and weird. Uh, I'll whenever it comes out on Blu-ray, I'll buy it and hope that there's a shit ton of behind-the-scenes stuff on there. Uh, it was just awesome. Yeah, I, I gotta watch that. I'm a fan of the, the movie, and uh, Nicole's a huge fan. So. It is so much... Uh, I, I respect the movie for what it is. Yeah. Uh, but this is just a whole level. different... Yeah, nice. yeah it, re- it really is. And then That's real awesome. quick, I just want to mention uh, Glow. The last season of Glow was tremendous. Oh, yeah. We're getting a final uh, fourth season, it turns out, of that. Uh, new season of Stranger Things was great. Yep. Uh, the Boys was great. I don't know if you want to talk a little bit more about that. And then Russian Doll. If anybody didn't check out Russian Doll, I see that. Uh, it stars Natasha Leone, and it's this really fucking trippy uh, Groundhog Day type of thing, but really weird and cynical. 
very, very good. And it's it's a short watch. I can't remember how many episodes they are, but I think they're like 22 minutes each. Oh, nice. Uh, maybe eight episodes, maybe six. It's 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 short. You'll get yeah. through it quick. Uh, but it's it's great. Really good character stuff, and it gets much weirder than you expect it to. Yeah. Um, did you watch The Boys? Yeah, it's probably the shit out of me. I, yeah. I really liked it. It, it was good. Um, I liked it as well. Yeah, I was I was surprised at some of the hated guy from some people I know. Like I was just like, I, I really thought they fucking nailed it. Uh, I don't know anything about the comics. No, so maybe, I don't they, maybe they didn't. I don't but either. like, I I really enjoyed it. I saw all the parallels to the Justice League and all yeah, of that course, stuff. And of course, yeah, it's all very blatant. But I I loved it. Uh, I the only thing I would say my concern going into it is a little bit of Garth Ennis' humor goes a long way. Yeah. And I felt like they properly toned it for television. Yeah. Like, it was still fucked up. Yeah. And it still had some really I heard about some of the darkly shit they, funny they parts. But I think his stuff is... You you can't go full board. You can't go full Ennis. Yeah. On yeah, television. I think you're right. Uh, and I think it's a hard thing to do because if you look at Preacher, as for my opinion, that show blew it. They did not do a good job of adapting his writing and his material. Uh, but the boys, you know, I haven't read the comic, but I, I've, get, I've got a pretty good idea. Yeah. And I think they did a really good job of, of bringing his sensibilities. Uh, I've read some that stuff format. that they, you know, decided to change for TV, and I'm like, yeah, I'm glad they changed that. Yeah. There's a few things yeah. that I'm like, yeah, that, that's probably a good call. Uh, let's see. What else you got? I think that's it for TV. Oh, and DuckTales. DuckTales is great. Oh, I, I love, love it. Um, I, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm, I am like, I think a season and a half into it. I, I just started it, but I, I really, really dug it. Um, yeah, I mean... Uh, as, as far as, like, favorite stuff this year, I mean, I got a few, like, music choices. Uh, Calibri's Flea the Light, uh, I love that album so much. I'm actually wearing the limited edition, like, fucking, uh, long sleeve shirt under here. Oh, Flea nice. the Light, uh, with the goat man on it. But, uh, yeah, I, I love that, that album so much. Yeah, Flea the Light was really good. Um, it, it got me... I think their deal with the way they released the videos engaged me with it. Oh yeah, a little bit more. Made me like pay attention to every song. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I've listened to it a couple of times, but it it didn't. I don't know. I think I'm to the point now where it's really hard for new music to grab me. Yeah. Like, the last thing, the last full album that blew me away in that way was Prequelehoo. Oh, yeah. Which, by the way, for the listeners, go back and listen to our Prequelehoo <laughs> review episode. Uh, but it's... it's Oh, yeah, Kiss the Goat came out this year, too. That was awesome. The other ghost thing. Oh, yeah, which I still haven't heard. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, okay, so here's here's what happened with that. Oh, no, no I have heard. I saw it because I saw the video. Yeah. I saw the video for it, which is tremendous. But uh, they did the deal where you had the you could order the seven inch, mm-hmm. which I ordered and they canceled. Really? Yeah, I ordered see, two copies of it and it got canceled and they never put it back up. I didn't even see 
like when it went up for pre because I was watching for that thing. Yeah. And I've I've got their little emails thing and whatever else. And when I saw that it was up, I went and it was sold out. Yeah. Like the first indication I got from Instagram, from my email, from whatever it was, the second I saw it, I went to order it and it was sold out. Yeah. And I was so pissed about that that I was like, well, fuck it. I'm not going to get it at all because it's on. You can stream it. You yeah. can go to Amazon and get, you know, download the MP3. Yeah, I'll just do it on the spot. You can do whatever. But I was so angry about not being because it's such a perfect 80s thing. Like, it went along with a lot of the 80s theme stuff that yeah. happened this year and has been going on for a while. Yeah. Like, I, I just really dug it. And uh, that, that pissed me off. And I also was not going to buy the $100 special edition of Prequel. No. Just to get the other variation. Yeah. Because they, they included the 7-inch, but it was a different I saw that. color yeah. or whatever. Yeah, no, I ordered the 7-inch. And it was like six boxers on. It was like right, right. crazy cheap. Yeah, they weren't I, trying to. Yeah, like and I ordered two of them, and then I got an email. that was uh, like, yeah, it's been canceled. That's annoying. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? So, Yeah, uh, but yeah, that was... Flee the Light's probably my number one pick for uh, music. Um, yeah. Any any other music stuff? New music stuff? Uh, and obviously, Casting Creatures. I mean, it's fucking awesome. Appreciate it. Uh, folklore. I don't like to call it folklore. <laughs> nah, yeah. I like folklore. Yeah. It sounds yeah. cool. It sounds way cooler. Yeah, and yeah. it looks cool with a little dot. Yeah. It's very important. Oh, I know. It's like... I sun, always try to put it in there, but... It's yeah. like sun... Backslash back or forward slash sun forward slash forward slash seed. Seed, yeah, it's yeah. Very important. Yep. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think there's anything else I got this year. Though. But like I said, it's at this point, it's hard for new music to really engage me. I I like the shit that I've owned for the past yeah. forty years, and that's kind of what I listen to. Yeah. Like I don't even I don't even really listen to Spotify at all. Like I keep seeing everybody's your Spotify playlist. And I'm like, why do people listen to that so much? Don't they own music? Yeah. Because I've got, I've if I, right now, if I pressed play to listen to all of the music I own, I mean, I'd be listening to music for weeks. Yeah. Like, it would take a long time for me to get through just what I own. Yeah. And I don't, I guess, for me, it'd be kind of like listening to 99X like, they're going to play two or three songs that I like over the course of the day, and everything else is going to be stuff that I'm like, eh, that's fine, or I fucking hate. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, I mean, I'm it, sure Spotify is cura curated a little better than that. It but is. Uh, but, I mean, like, I, I think uh, you're, you're kind of talking about, like, it's Pandora, and it can be, but it also can just be like, oh, uh, Ghost came out with a new album, let me just search Ghost. Oh, here's a new album, just listen to it. But if like if Ghost like, comes if Ghost comes out with a new album, I'm just gonna buy it. I see your point. I'm gonna have it. Yeah, I see your point. Uh, the the other thing that can be said for that uh, because this has happened where uh, you know a band comes out with a new album, maybe you haven't heard anything from them for a while. I'm like, oh, let me check that out. Which you can do on YouTube and whatever else. But like, I'll check out the album. And then if I do really like it, I'll buy a physical copy or whatever. You know. Yeah, and I guess the so it's like a try it before you buy it kind of thing too. You know. I, I don't think there are a whole bunch It's like every show you... Every probably aren't even fucking making albums yeah, anymore. Yeah, but, but like, it's like uh, streaming a show. It's like, there's been plenty of shows that I'm like, I like it, but I don't have to own it. Yeah, yeah. You know? like yeah. there But there are shows that I can see on Netflix that I go out and buy the Blu-ray or whatever, you know, because right. I'm like, I want to own this. 
So I don't know. Yeah, it's, there's it's, different ways. Of it's a weird. I I think I'm just old and archaic in how I take music in. Yeah. Well, and also more I. I mean, no, I didn't mean, yeah. I, I, I understand your point. <laughs> Get off my lawn, fucker. Um, but, but also, like, I'm really old. I'm I, like, listen yeah. to, I listen to podcasts. Yeah. Like in the car now, where it you know, used to be music in the car all the time, but now I, I've got my list of podcasts that I listen to that I like have, because when I'm in the car, it tends to be for... You know, like an hour that drive to work or yeah. whatever. So oh, it's yeah. nice to get an episode in, uh, and then just driving around, whatever. Like I, the uh, the most I've listened to Spotify is probably this past month because I was listening to some of their Christmas channels. Oh um, yeah, and the Christmas playlists. Are really but good. even even with that, there every once in a while, there's you know you get that crappy song that you're like, ah, fuck that, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> um. So yeah, musically, I, I didn't I didn't do a whole lot of experimenting. Yeah, musically this year, oh, so I don't, gotcha. I don't have I a lot gotcha. to report there. Uh, King Diamond came out with a new song, and of course I loved it. So that was a highlight. Well, and that live, Diamond that live, live uh, Blu-ray. Oh, dude, that was awesome. Yeah, 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 that was sick. Yeah, and I saw Iron Maiden this year, the Legacy of the Beast tour. That was badass. That was a highlight of this year. Um, um, let's see. Oh, another big thing in 2019. Well, in general, and you know, I've talked about this a little bit. Uh, just in general, reinvigorated for Star Wars. Oh yeah, me too. I was almost just over it. Like, yeah. and it sucks because I've never been that way in my entire life. And I talked to you about it. Yeah. And like, I like, I I didn't even hate Last Jedi as much as everyone else. I think I was just like, I don't know. I was just like Star Wars out for a minute. Like I was just like, it's well, too much. Regardless of how you felt about Last Jedi, the end of the movie felt like a conclusion. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's it. I mean, yeah. regardless of whether you liked it or not, when the movie ends, it feels like, okay, well, that's it. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I think that's what it was, because after I watched it, like, A, it was like the first Star Wars I really didn't have any urge to, like, watch again. Like, I was like, okay, I saw that. Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't hate it, but, like, I was like, okay. And I did end up seeing it again, but that's just because other people want to go see it. You know how Star Wars <laughs> Yeah, is. yeah. No, Star no. Wars always ends up being, like, a three-time thing, yeah. no matter what. Um, I think I saw Force Awakens like five times or something. Like it was like crazy. Yeah, I watched it a bunch. But we we got a new video game, a TV yep. show, yeah, and a new movie. Not to mention other media, which I I don't really get into anymore like I used to. But, I am going to um, check out that new Kylo Ren comic that yeah. just came out. That sounds really interesting. I was reading some stuff about that. And it looks really cool. And, well, and the other thing is now that the saga is concluded. You can go back and kind of fill in. Like, we know that they're going to fill... Like, they have carte blanche to fill in whatever time periods they want to now. Oh, yeah. There's nothing movie-wise that can be contradicted at this point. So they can go back and tell whatever stories they want to. Yeah, I want to know more about the Knights of Ren. Right, exactly. So that's interesting. And that's actually part of my looking ahead at 2020. I'm very interested to see what happens with the franchise because uh, I think 2022 is the earliest possible date for another movie wow so between now and then uh we've got plenty of time for the mandalorian for the cassian andor show which yeah. i'm super fucking stoked yeah, for that'd be really good. uh the obi-wan show is but, that really happening yeah that's happening that's wow. done they came out on stage with ewan mcgregor and wow. so kathleen kennedy up on stage said we'd like to announce the obi-wan kenobi streaming show for disney plus and ewan mcgregor walked out and he was like hello i'm obi-wan <laughs> 
know, whatever. That's fucking awesome. Uh, so that's I heard great. about that, but it just sounded too good to be true. Right. No, like, it's it legit. It sounds awesome. It's legit. Yeah. It's happening. Because, I mean, dude, everyone, no one can argue he was a great No, no, great not at all. Everyone. He's the best part of the prequels. Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, but the other cool thing about that is now uh, Hasbro, which we still don't have an official announcement that Hasbro still has the license for the toys, mm-hmm. uh, because 2020 is when it expired. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, but to the best of our knowledge, that is continuing. Mm. Uh, but hopefully, Lucasfilm and Disney will take the leash off a little bit uh, and let Hasbro do some more interesting things because some of the best toys we got were between uh, the end of the prequels in 2005 and The Force Awakens in 2015. Yeah, where they we were just kind of making shit up. <laughs> right. Well, it, they were going back and doing characters that had never been done before. They yeah. were trying different things. They were, they were characters from in. books and games. And right. Like, yeah. And, well, and even characters from movies that hadn't been done. Yeah. Uh, just lots of really good innovation within the toy lines. Uh, so hopefully for the next three years or, or whatever, we'll have the opportunity for Hasbro to do more than these little small waves of, like, the same fucking Finn figure three times over. Yeah. Uh, we'll get some different costumes. We'll get some different aliens and droids and things that we really haven't been seeing because for the last however long, we get, like, the five main human characters, two villains, and, like, very few vehicles. Yeah. It's been, it's been kind of a boring time to be a Star Wars toy collector. Yeah. Not Black Series stuff notwithstanding. Uh, yeah, the Black Series stuff is really The Black Series cool. stuff looks great, yeah. but go look at your Black Series shelf and count how many humans you have versus how many aliens you have. Oh, yeah. I'm or sorry. how many droids you have. Yeah. It's not a great It's a mix. lot of Stormtroopers and a lot of regular human right. face characters. Right. That's it, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see what Hasbro does going forward uh, with having hopefully a little bit more freedom and not being so attached to movie events. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And we already know there's more Mandalorian stuff coming. Uh, they've already announced more stuff for Black Series and Vintage Collection, so that's yeah. exciting. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and Mandalorian Season 2 is a go. That's happening. So yeah, that's that's, awesome. that's being filmed as we speak. Yeah, so that's exciting. Uh, another exciting thing, but before we move on to sort of what we're looking forward to, did you have any other 2019 stuff you wanted to hit on? No, I think I hit everything on my list pretty much. Then the last thing I'll say that I don't think I've made an official announcement about, uh, I quit buying comic books a couple months ago. Like, entirely. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's too much, they're too expensive. Yep. They're not good enough to earn my money. And there's so many titles that come out twice a month now, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and there are some great comics out there, but as a medium, compared to all the other stuff in my life, it's something that I just had to say, you know what, I gotta cut this out. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it just, it, for, for what I was, investment versus reward, the reward was not enough for me. And I'm not the kind of person who can just buy two books and go to the comic shop once a month and pick them up. Like, it's gonna landslide for me. Yeah. I'm gonna say, okay, well, I'll keep getting the Star Wars comic and the. Harley Quinn, just uh, whatever. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep getting those two books, but if I stay in that world, I'm going to keep. Oh yeah, well, this is that. coming out. Yeah. I'm going to get this. And so I had to, I had cold turkey. Yeah, I had to cold turkey, and then I it was about two months ago, and I'm still not caught up on all the shit I had sitting around. Oh yeah, I've I've got that's months. the problem I have right now. Yeah, yeah, I've got months of stuff. Yeah, to the reading material before I get anywhere. 
like, let me move this cheap ass poison ivy out of your way here. <laughs> Which, pretty, by the way, again for the listeners, that's that's uh, that last wave. Uh, this is actually a good segue for one of my 2020 mentions. Uh, the last two waves of DC Comics figures from Mattel hit stores. They've been out for a couple months now. One wave was the Killer Croc Build-A-Figure that had a bunch of Batman characters and, and an insane Killer Croc Build-A-Figure. Uh, and then there was another like weird mini-wave that had a retro Batman, Joker, and Poison Ivy. Yeah. And that wave's on clearance at Target now. I got that Poison oh, Ivy shit. for 10 bucks. I need to snag those. Which is the only reason I bought it. I was like, for $10? Oh, and yeah. Once I got her out of the box, she's pretty cool. Yeah. No, it looks great. Like, the paint she, looks awesome. Yeah, she yeah. doesn't look awesome in the box. But once she's out and you get the vines on her yeah. and, the, and the gigantic crossbow that's probably taken from some other Mattel figure. Oh, it's sure. definitely not scaled for her. No. That's um, giant. But it's cool. It's it's definitely worth 10 bucks. And then the Batman and the Joker are just fun retro figures. I'll probably... I mean, she almost looks like a version of like a retro Poison Ivy figure, you know? That, well, I... She almost seems like maybe she's supposed to be a, an animated series Ivy, but yeah. done in that, that style. style? Yeah. I, I don't know. I can't figure out quite what she is because it's not. It's not like an Uma Thurman Ivy. No, no. no. So I, I don't. I don't really know what it is. But I guess it's, it's like how the Joker figure wasn't based on the actor. Well, maybe no, that's well, that's but. That Joker figure from this wave yeah. is based on the, the actual figure. Joker. Not, yeah, I know right, that. right. So I'm like, maybe if they made a 1989 Poison Ivy, that's what she yeah, would look maybe, like. I don't, I don't know. know. I feel like it's a stretch, but it's still it's, pretty cool. It's, yeah, it's it's worth having for ten bucks. Yeah. But so now those Mattel is done with DC. McFarlane, yeah, has the license now, uh, and it wouldn't surprise me if those figures start showing up any day now. Because, really? well, here's what happens sometimes when new companies get the licenses. Is literally on January 1st, those new figures show up. That's what happened when Mattel got the WWE license. Yeah. Um, Jacks over the past year, Jacks Pacific had been just kind of hanging around in stores. Literally on January 1st, Mattel's WWE figures were in Walmart. Wow. Uh, and I think it's possible McFarlane's going to do the same thing with their DC figures. What's interesting, though, is we have no idea what they're doing. No. Uh, the last information I got about uh, McFarland's DC line, first of all, they're 7-inch, which sucks. Uh, Very disappointing that yeah. they're not going to be compatible with anything else that you have. But, you know I'm going to buy it. Their figures aren't 7-inch, right? McFarland? Yeah, are they? They do 7-inch, and they do 5-inch, and then the Fortnite, no, the Fortnite are 7-inch, the Game of Thrones are six inch. It's fucking weird. I don't understand it. That is strange. It's yeah. bizarre. Yeah. Um, you know I'm going to buy a Batman. I yeah. mean, 100. percent I'll buy a Batman, and they're uh, rumored to be doing a Suicide Squad Harley Quinn. Oh, okay. Which, yes, I've got plenty of those, but it's almost the fun of it is comparing them. Yeah. Because it's so one very specific look that you can compare across action figure lines to really see. Oh, and it varies what the greatly. Are. Right? Oh, yeah. Like that, you know, the Mattel one, like that they. Yeah, right, right. A little junky Mattel yeah. one, and then you go and look at some of the Japanese ones that are so good. Oh yeah, like it's and the one twelve crazy. One. Yeah, yeah, the one twelve yeah. one, the Hot Toys one, which yep. you know that's not a that's not an expenditure I make often, but it yeah. was worth it for that one. I have the. Uh, 
Thai version of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> got your Thailand. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. Same thing. No, not at all, but it's <laughs> 10 bucks, so. But, um, so these, here, here are the facts. And it has nipples. It has nipples. It's I mean, really you strange. You pay extra for yeah. the nipples. It's really strange. Uh, or pay less for the nipples. Yeah, you pay I less guess, for the nipples, yeah. Uh, so here's what we know about these McFarlane DC figures. Uh, they're 7-inch scale. They are confirmed as being ultra releases, and they come in window boxes. Huh. Uh, now here's where the rumor comes in. The rumored, and, and I can't believe this is one initial assortment, but it may be one of those things where they launch with two series at once. Okay. Uh, Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad, comic Harley Quinn, armored Superman, animated Superman... Whoa. Comic Superman, although the way this is listed, look at how they've hyphenated Superman. It's like Spider-Man. Yeah, that's weird. But it's some weird British site is where this leak came from, so I don't know how legit this is. Yeah. But I've seen similar information in a couple of places. Okay. Uh, comic Nightwing, Animated Green Lantern, Comic Batman Who Laughs, Comic Batman, Animated Batman, Comic Hellbat, which is that big armor... That he wore, um, I can't remember if it's the one he used to fight the Justice League or if it's the one he used to go to Apocalypse. Oh, okay. I think it's the one he used to go to Apocalypse. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, the Justice League one I can picture in my head. I'm trying to think of the Apocalypse. I, they're very similar. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, they could probably label. Bat they could yeah. label either one as either one. And well, I would, there's the Court of Owls one, too, and I have that figure. Yeah, that's right. One. It looks Oh, wait, wait, is that the Hellbat? Yeah, it might be. When they're they're coming into the back, in the back cave, cave and he's telling Alfred, like, I'm getting ready. Maybe that's what it is. That might be it. Yeah. Um, I have a figure of that. It looks awesome. Yeah. It's like a, a DC Direct one. Uh, and then Comic Batgirl and an Arrow TV show, Arrow. Weird. Really weird that Random. they're mixing all of this together. Yeah. An animated Superman? Like, this, yeah, this is bizarre. It's like, who is this for? Right. Like, it doesn't feel like it's for kids or collectors. Like, it just kind of <laughs> seems like all over the place. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I don't I don't know. We'll we'll see what actually ends up coming out yeah, and when they like, show up. I'll probably up. just buy the Harley ones and be like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, and I'll probably buy Batman. But it's always exciting I to see a, a big... Well, and that's the thing, is I know I'll buy some kind of yeah, Batman from this. Yeah. Uh, but it's always exciting to see what a new licensor does with a toy line... Uh, and you know, if, if it's, if it doesn't work out, then they'll have it for a year and somebody else will get it. Yeah. Uh, I said the, I, I hope they quality check them. Cause like I have some newer McFarlane figures and like the ones I have look good, but like I've been at the store and looked at, at some of them, like I have the, my hero ones and I bought the whole set, but I've looked in the store and seen other ones and the paint is like jacked oh, really? up, like bad. And look, I got lucky and got ones that aren't jacked up, yeah. but like I've seen like the quality varies greatly. See, Phantom Jr. has the Fortnite figures, and they're incredible. Nice. And I've got the Game of Thrones figures, mm -hmm. and yeah, you have to kind of look at the paint, but they're great. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens yeah, with this. Yeah, uh, another, as far as posability and everything, they're great. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, awesome. They've gotten that down. Yeah, and they're for sure. they're much more durable than they used to be. Yeah. Uh, oh, other, yeah, they used to break out of the box. Yeah, yeah, or in it sometimes. Yeah. Uh, other big toy news, Hasbro, uh, we know that they've got the Ghostbusters license now. Oh, yeah. So, in all likelihood, we're going to see a Marvel Legends Star Wars Black Series 
style Ghostbusters line. That's cool. Uh, that will likely feature the classic Ghostbusters. Uh, we'll we'll see where that goes, and I'm sure we'll find out at Toy Fair what the plans are for that. Yeah. Uh, and also, they are revitalizing the GI Joe line. Wow. We don't know what form it's going to take at all, but they appointed uh, somebody as. Uh, like showrunner, whatever the toy term for showrunner is, okay. I can't think of it right now. But he's he's the creative director for the GI Joe line, and I can't remember his name. But he worked on he's worked on several other um, lines for Hasbro. He's got a track record, and it, it is a fact that this is happening. Okay. So new GI Joe stuff is coming. We don't know if it'll be three and three quarter inch, six inch. Uh, I think probably the safest bet would be. A six-inch yeah, Marvel that, Legends style, because yeah. it's never been done. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. I actually would like to have a lot of those characters in that. that yeah, and, and that's, I think you could get, your hardcore Joe collectors are going to buy whatever you do, but I think you could rope in some more casual collectors. Yeah, for sure. By doing that, you know, throwing those familiar faces in that scale that everybody's collecting now. Yeah. Uh, let's see, to wrap things up, well, looking ahead to 2020, is there anything that, you're stoked about that you know is something to look forward to uh there's um, unfortunately there's not really any like big thing coming up like it seems like most years i have like a lot of i mean i want to see the new wonder woman that's exciting sure um there's not really much going on with marvel that i'm like super hyped about this coming year We've got. I mean, Black Widow looks. It looks pretty it looks awesome. Good. Yeah, it looks fine. But I'm not. I can't honestly say I'm super stoked about it. Yeah, I'm like, I'll go see. Like, it. We'll, we'll be there opening day. Yeah, but I'm not like really jazzed for it in the same way. I think Endgame. Um, it's kind of how it felt at the end of the start. It's like you felt like a yeah. Good it's like well, it's like, this all is right. it. yeah. And I think that's what it is. Is we don't know. Going forward, all we know is Black Widow and Eternals. Yeah. And Eternals may end up being, like, just as good as the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. As far as surprising That's what I'm you. hoping. Because, like, right now I don't give a but fuck. But you can't, right. Yeah. yeah. I don't care about the Eternals. No, no. And I don't, like, yeah, there's they've got a really good cast, but lots of shit shows have had a really good cast. Oh, yeah. You know? There's yeah. plenty of terrible movies with great casts out there. Liam Neeson was in Battleship. I mean, yeah. Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson's. <laughs> I just elbow was in Cats. Yeah. Oh gosh. Lots of. Yeah. Oh jeez. Cats. Now, to be fair, neither one of us no, has seen I, Cats. I've not seen it. It yeah. could be great for all we know. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sure it's great. <laughs> I'm sure it's so great. I heard the effects are so bad. Everyone's like six inches off the floor because like the CGI. Well, supposedly they fixed that. But that's ridiculous that they have to fix a movie and it's already out. They released a patch. Yeah, like it's like I don't need DLC for is a that movie. What about start, all the people who already saw it? Is that what's going to start happening now? Is movies are going to start getting patches? I think so. Like video games it's do? like a George Lucas thing. Oh, you're like going to go back and fix shit. Oh, no. Oh, I don't want to live in this world. No, it's terrible. Uh, so, yeah, we've got Wonder Woman. We've got a new Ghostbusters movie, which honestly I'm not... Like, I'm hopeful, but I'm not really stoked about it, because it doesn't look like a Ghostbusters movie. No, I, like, I was, um, like, I was shocked at, like, how many people were, like, and I'm happy for them, because I get that way. I get I get really overly excited about Son. Yeah, yeah. And, and I get it. And I, I'm ha- I think you and I both kind of have a tendency. Yeah, to, oh, yeah, all the time. Like, overly hopeful sometimes. Yeah, and I, I totally get that. But, like, I was shocked at how many people were just like, holy shit, new Ghostbusters looks amazing. And I'm like, it looks like 
Stranger Things. Like, right, I right, mean, right. And I like Stranger Things. It, but it, it, looked, it may like... be really, really... Look, I liked the last Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a fun movie. I, I, watched I still it. haven't actually I've watched, watched it, it a but few yeah. times. You haven't seen no, it? No, I heard it's good. I need I've to. watched it a few times. And look, I'm not... It doesn't feel like Ghostbusters. Yeah. And it's not... I don't even know that I'd call it... Well, I mean, it is good. It's good. It's a good, fun, funny movie. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't feel like Ghostbusters. And yeah. that's what this... Looks like it's probably going to be a good movie, but it doesn't feel like Ghostbusters. But, to be fair, the teaser, I think, went for a very specific tone. Yeah. And it made me purposely misleading. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. Because, I mean, Paul Rudd's in it. Yeah. And Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Yeah. Uh, Did you you watch uh, Living With Myself, I think is what it was called? No, I haven't yet. It's I, pretty as a matter good. of fact, I totally forgot about it's it. There's fucking been so weird much shit, shit but the past it's, couple it's, of months, I completely forgot. Yeah, that, I would suggest that. It's weird as fuck, but it's really good. I liked it. So yeah, 2020 is, is there's not, I don't think there's any one thing I'm super big hyped about. No, because like this year, I was like really hyped on Joker. That was like the biggest thing. And then there was like other games and stuff. But yeah, I mean, there's nothing this year that like I'm like, even entertainment, horror, even horror movies and stuff. Like I can't really think of anything coming out that I'm really looking forward to. No. Um. Yeah, which you know what? Honestly, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's like we'll probably just get some cool surprises that we're not like yeah. expecting. Yeah, because it's better for stuff to to kind of pop up and get you from out of nowhere. Than to sit and anticipate it forever. Like I'm, I'm ready to learn about things, and that's actually why we. I told you before we uh, recorded tonight that I kind of wanted to wait till the last minute to see if there was any kind of big announcement or news or anything happened. Yeah. And then there hasn't been anything new, but that's kind of good because one, we can sit and enjoy some of the stuff that has happened lately. I can sit here and you know open up all these new toys yeah. <laughs> that I've gotten and. Uh, enjoy what's streaming right now and, yeah, and s- sort of simmer in the recent awesomeness without just sitting here thinking about, oh, what's the next thing? Yeah, I mean, I feel like they could stop making shit for like two years and I'd be fine. Yeah, like, there's seriously. enough shit out there where I'm... And you know what? It just hit me. Um, I think right now the thing I'm most stoked for in 2020 is the new Lego Star Wars game. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'll be awesome. I think that might be my, right now, the thing I have the most anticipation for, because I believe me and Phantom Jr. are both going to get copies. Nice. Because it's going to be one of those things where we're both going to want to play it when the other one's not around. Yeah. And, uh, because we'll play, you know, whatever the co-op ends up being, we'll play it together, but... No, of course. It's all nine movies. Yeah. You get to play from the villain's point of view and from the hero's point of view. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like they're going back to basics to a certain extent with the Lego gameplay. Yeah, it was getting a little too much. It, it was. Yeah. It was getting to the point where... Like, I tried playing the DC Villains one, and I I gave up. Because I was just like, I'm, I'm getting, like, lost. Like, right. I'm just like, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, it was getting too much. And it's like, those original ones, like the Indiana Jones one and the original Star Wars oh, ones, gosh. were so perfect. Indiana Jones is so overlooked. Dude, that's, that like, the best so one. Great. I love that it one. Is because it they advanced the mechanics... But it wasn't so much that it started feeling like just another video game. Because yeah. that was the charm of the original Star Wars games and the first two Batman games. Yep. Were, they were 
fun to play, but they were also very basic. So it was like you were saying about Death Stranding earlier, that's relaxing. Yeah. And then they started getting a little too... I think the Harry Potter game is where it really started going off the rails. Yeah. I, I think actually, there I think was it was the parts of the too fucking much. Ones. See, I never played those. Yeah, that one, like that one, was where I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like, right. I don't know what I'm supposed it to be doing." Doesn't even feel like a Lego game. Yeah, it feels then, like a real video. Yeah, and I, I've played them all. I played the ones based on the movies. Like I've played. Uh, there's actually a really weird one that not a lot of people. This one's really overlooked, but it's like. Like Lego City, Lego City undercover or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yes. that one's fucking awesome. It's so weird. It's funny it's as shit. Really good. Yeah, yes. And yes. it's like Grand Theft Auto, but kitty yes. and Legos. And yeah. that's and that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's great. That we just got that one like like a few months ago, and we started playing a co-op. It is so much fun. Yeah, like, it's it's up there with with the top ones. So yeah, that's that's my as far as twenty twenty. That's my big pick right now. Uh, aside from just having a lot of anticipation for Toy Fair this year, which I have every year, um, um, yeah, I, th- I think the Final Fantasy VII remake, that one, oh yeah, and the yeah. Resident Evil 3 and the Resident Evil Three, that's right. Those are two big ones. Why? How I'm is really video game stuff what I'm most excited yeah, for? But like but that, yeah, but yeah, those are two. Well, big it's ones. because it's it's because every single one of those is some sort some, of retro type, like, right, yeah. right, right, right. It's like I already know I'm gonna like this. So. Well, cool. Um, I'm sorry we didn't have a taste test for this episode. Oh, damn it! The only thing it's like we the last three we I know done. Yeah. I know. I didn't. There, I couldn't think of anything. The only thing we've got on hand is pickle candy canes and pickle kind yeah. candy. Yeah. And I know you're not down with no, that. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so uh, whatever, whatever we do uh, next, we'll I'll be sure and go out I'll, of my way to find a taste I'll test. Try to, I'll try to bring a uh, like a weird snack. Yeah, thing. wait a minute. It's your fucking turn. I know. I know. You need to bring some weird will, shit over I here will. for us to try out next. Time I'm gonna do that. Yeah, last year we. I'm we probably just the, gonna end up hitting the gas station and bringing wrap snacks because it's like all I can find. <laughs> We've got some T Pain wrap snacks yeah. we're gonna try out here. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. Thanks for coming by the Phantom Zone and talking about the year that was. Fuck yeah. And, it was a good uh, year. I got married. I went, I went on a honeymoon. Yeah, that was I kind made, of a big deal, too. I we probably should have mentioned that earlier. I was going to earlier, but I was like, but we were already at the point where we were talking so much about each other. Like, we're talking yeah, ourselves. Yeah, that's yeah. I was like, you yeah, know, I'm going to hold off and just say that for the end. A little treat. You yeah. Know? Uh, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, got married, made a movie, uh, got to hang out with my friends a lot. It was a great year. It was, I, I really enjoyed this year. There was a lot of stuff that I enjoyed about the year. Overall, uh, not, not super, but, yeah. uh. I, I am excited for 2020. I think there's... I like not having a list of things that I'm anticipating. Yeah. I like not really knowing where this year is going to take me, uh, you know, personally and pop culture-wise. Yeah. There are a lot of question marks, and it's kind of interesting to me. I, I don't... Even with... I, that's one of my notes that I've got is I don't know where my toy collection is going to go because there's a lot of stuff that, you know, Marvel Legends... I'll be honest. Uh, my my hype for those is kind of dying down a little bit, a- along with you yeah. know the Marvel, yeah. the MCU thing. Like I'm just not even with some of the cool waves that are going to be hitting any day now. There's a new Spider-Man wave and uh, a Fantastic Four wave, but I don't I don't really care about those that much. Yeah, and uh, and I think it's uh, hopefully maybe I'll be able to focus a little bit more on stuff like just getting the 112 stuff or just getting the occasional Japanese import. Uh, yeah, kind of thing, and and now that I'm not going to have the pressure to, which uh, for the listeners and, and for you, Ryan, I'll, there'll be a mini sode coming up addressing why the website is kind of going away. 
Um, yeah, because I, I, I saw that. I didn't want to ask like while we're recording, but I'm like, what the fuck's happening? That's how I like learn about new toys. Yeah, there, there'll be an episode. Uh, well, now you just that. have to message me and be like, "This is cool." Well, I mean, I'll explain. Yeah, to you yeah, later. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, yeah. Thanks for for coming over and twenty. No, I mean toy reviews. Awesome. You can have... just personally <laughs> send me toy reviews. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah no problem with that. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming over, man. Of course, uh, anytime. And we'll have, I'm sure, plenty more to record about in 2020. Hell yeah. So that was a really long intro for this episode. I appreciate you guys hanging in there. And and at one point, once I hit the 20-minute mark for it, I was like, I should really just turn this into a mini-cast. But it's news stuff, and I don't want news stuff necessarily to be a mini-cast. It didn't seem worth a mini-cast to me. Uh, it felt like it needed to be part of a bigger thing. And I've already got two mini-casts that I need to do as well as uh, the 4th December Star Wars Toy Review minicast that we just sort of ran out of time to do. We had other stuff going on. We just didn't feel like sitting, neither me nor Phantom Jr. felt like sitting down uh, and looking at these uh, toys, which part of it was, and I'll I'll go ahead and and give you guys the the scoop here, It, it wasn't actually going to be an unboxing because we've already opened up the the skiff and the Jabba's palace environment but i wanted to go back and talk about them because they're very interesting items but we just we're kind of like we well, got other stuff going on but we don't feel like it so we'll get around to those at some point um great conversation with ryan uh, he's always good for you know he, he's one of my go-tos you guys know that for if i sort of have a vague idea of something I want to do. I know I can just sit down and have a conversation w- with him, and it'll be good stuff. And, and also, he can swing by the house on his way home from work. That makes it easier, too. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's our first episode of 2020. Uh, I already have an interview scheduled for next week that I'm very excited about, something I didn't necessarily think was going to happen. Uh, and then we've got our movie picked for the January Needless Commentary. Uh, we're, we're moving along, you guys. It's going to be a great year. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Needless Things podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trader Vicks employee. Love you. Mean it. Uh-huh. <laughs>